From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I made kebabs last night. Ooh. The kebab to me is the best way to cook chicken. I've, 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 I've last, and last night solidified it for me. It's really? my favorite way to cook chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everything is everything winds up being. You want to talk about kebabs right now? Am I boring you? No, I, I love know. kebabs. Okay, okay. Who doesn't? Okay, so because um, we thought we already, you already know my love of kebab sticks, right? Yeah. Um, so kebabs to me, what makes a kebab great is that when you even throw it on the grill. Every piece of chicken is the same width, same length all the way through. So it cooks perfectly. Because, you know, sometimes the chicken breast has that skinny little end on it. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? You have to cut it a certain way so that all the pieces are pretty much the same size. Yeah, that's easy, though. Yeah. That's easy. And if not, you can fold it, right? You take the fatty parts and you fold it into the meaty parts and you you, you stick the pipe through it. <laughs> yeah, oh, fam. Talking kebabs, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, there's ways to instant regret right okay. here. If it's, it's instant regret. If it's too if it's too skinny uh-huh. or too fatty, when you <laughs> there's ways that you can form it into something you can use, is what I'm saying uh-huh. of what makes a kebab the perfect way to cook chicken because you often run into the middle's not cooked, but that little part on the end is like all charred and crisp. You throw it, you cut it up, you season it, you stick it in a Ziploc bag, put it in the fridge for an hour, pull it all out, and then you get the seasoning. All that good flavor is in the, the crevices. The crevices? Man. Okay, hold on here. You want to talk about something else? No, no, man, I just want to talk about chicken, okay? So when you season it, the great thing is, is that when you put it on the grill, all that stuff doesn't burn off because if you put like, if you do like a sort of Greek style where you have oregano and olive Mm. oil and a little garlic and everything else, all that stuff, when you start stacking the meat, all that flavor gets locked in between. And then when you pull it apart, <laughs> it's like what is even happening? Okay, right I'm now? just saying, man. Okay, I re I rediscovered kebabs last night. You're I love the one who brought this up. I know, me. but I'm just telling you. Tell me right now. I may not be right, but I sure as hell ain't wrong. Okay, <laughs> man, loves kebabs. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I slept in my underwear because it was so hot. What are you talking about? Like, usually I... I oh, because you go to bed fully clothed. Like, full pajamas. Right. Uh, right. Oh, so... Bottom. Oh, wait a second. So, it was so hot last night that you only slept in undies? Yeah. Wow. Yes. How does that feel? 
I, I can't go back. No, right? But were you wearing, like, did you change out of your daily boxers? No, I did not. Great question. Thank oh, you for okay. asking. Okay, so the boxers. <laughs> Thank <you> for asking. <laughs> and also, um, the reason why I ask this question, because if you don't know, Dan Mori is notorious for wearing the same set of boxers for multiple days. Multiple days. So the boxers that you wore last yeah. night. Five-day drawers. That's are, what we call them. Are the ones that you wore throughout the day. I know, I know what he's going to ask. Um, how many days now are we into these boxers? And are these the boxers, the ones that you slept in last night, which you wore yesterday, are they the same ones that you're wearing right now? Yes. Okay, okay so how many days? Oh, wow, that's a good question. This is going on so since... So hold on a second here. You worked all day yesterday. Yeah. Then went home and had a life. Walked the dog. Doing whatever. Walked the dog, everything else. It was hot yesterday, too. It was hot. And then when it was close to bedtime, <laughs> you realized I am just too hot to wear pajamas. Yeah. But I'm going to keep on the underpants that I wore all day doing yes. work, life stuff, walking the dog. Why, would, why dirty new ones? Okay. So you slept in the underpants that you wore all day because you were too hot to wear pajamas. That's right. Then you woke up this morning. Yes. Left those underpants on. Took them off for the shower. Put them back on after the shower? Sprayed cologne and put them back on, yeah. Where did you spray the cologne? In the areas. You sprayed cologne in the areas? You spray cologne on your stuff? (laughs) For what? No, not on my body. Like where the stuff rests in the underwear. Okay, okay, the cologne (laughs) is on your skin or on the boxers? On the boxers. Okay, and the front and the back? Yes. Oh, that's so gross. Like, like, (laughs) also not it. Like, like, (laughs) like you disinfect them? With cologne and then put them back on? Well, because I thought of your best interest. That, don't do think mean? about me when you're getting out of the shower and putting four-day-old drawers on, okay? Yeah. Don't think about me. That's Wait, is weird. It, did we establish? Is it four days? How many days? Do you know? Well, how many? So I changed them Saturday. <sighs> okay. Yo, you went through a hot-ass weekend? <laughs> yeah. With a hot how, long, a- how, long, how many hours did you sleep uh, on Saturday, by the way? Because you sleep a lot on the weekends. Oh, yeah, like we're 12 hours. Okay, so you slept in those for 12 hours. <laughs> so you went through all day Sunday, all day Monday, all day yesterday in the same But boxers. I have no appointments. What do you mean? What kind of <laughs> Question, appointment? Wait, wait, wait. So if you wore those same boxers last night, I don't know why I'm so interested, but you wore those <laughs> same boxers last night. Did you wear those boxers Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night no, as well? No, because last night was the first time I wore underwear to bed. So I got out of them, put them on the floor next to the bed, get into my pajamas. Ew. Okay, so hold on. So when you put your pajamas on, you don't wear boxers underneath your pajamas. No. Okay, so you take your boxers off, leave them on the floor, put your pajamas on. Yes. Sweat in flannel all night. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then and then wake up and put shower. this shower and yeah. then spray the crotch area of your boxers with cologne. And butt. Okay. Crotch and butt. Okay. Do you spray your crotch and the butt? Yeah. Okay. And and yeah. the drawers? Yes. Okay. No, no, wow. just the drawers. Just because the drawers. Why I don't need to spritz twice because like the drawers are touching where like it's already gonna rub off onto me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But why are you spraying cologne there? Just to mask things. To mask the smell. Instead of changing instead of how easy it is to put on a pair of new underpants. He sprays cologne on the old underpants to freshen them up. But I'll have you know, I ordered new underwear from online, from oh, Amazon. Okay, I bought new underwear. That's fantastic. So they'll work their way into the rotation when? They're at the bottom of the pile. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be hot again, huh? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. What's your name? Hi, it's Nadia. 
Um, so I did have a question for you guys, and I feel like this is more for Mocha and Shem. Um, but so I'm dating someone who's Guyanese, and I will preface this with he loves to cook. He loves food. Um, but he always hints that I should learn how to make Guyanese food. Um, and so I'm trying to win some brownie points with him. So I wanted to ask, what should be the first thing that I should learn how to make for him? I think this is a great teachable moment for a lot of people. Um, what do you know about Guyanese food? Why don't you and I, are you white? Uh, I'm Latina. I'm You're Hispanic. Latina. Okay. So what do you know about Guyanese food? Um, I'm going to say not a lot. And oh. I feel like very embarrassed and he's going to be mad at me when I say that. Um, you've come to the right place. Um, if, if it would be okay, I would like to assemble my Guyanese Avengers. Mm -hmm. So uh, Mocha is already here. Yeah. Wapnin. Uh, Shem? Wapnin girl. Uh, Deepa, would you like to come in, please? Okay. I don't know. Is this Guyanese Avengers or like uh, my, my, my Guyanese Thundercats? What was the one? What was the cartoon? What was the cartoon? Where it was Thundercats. By the way, if, if we were that, yeah. we would be the Guyanese Thundercats. Okay. 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 Good. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna step back and I'm gonna learn just like you do. Okay, so okay. Uh, so what questions do you have for the room? Like, are you looking for a specific dish or direction or philosophy when it comes to Guyanese cooking? Um, I think my so I am not a cook. On the other side, he loves to cook. He's very good at it. So I want to try to like see if there's something maybe easy that I could maybe master and like do something very well. So maybe like a dish that I could maybe try to learn and cook for him. So where do you start then, Deepa? Okay, my recommendation is the food to any Guyanese man's heart is roti and curry. Uh, that's exactly it. Yes. Yes. I, I, that. yes. I think that's universal. Yeah. Universal. Shem and I, we're going to say the exact same thing, Honestly. right? Honestly. But you got to learn how to clap two roti together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will say this, okay? Yeah. I know it's very it's very easy to say that the way to a man's heart is through roti. Uh, but that is intimidating to people who have never attempted roti before, mm -hmm. right? Like, what is the difficulty level for somebody uh, like... Like we have here. Okay, it's actually a little bit difficult. So roti itself, if you make so there's two types. There's a paratha version and then dal puri. And dal puri, I think, is the most popular, right? You would Absolutely. you agree? Well, that one I'm I'm not uh, really? the what's fan the difference? What's yeah. the difference? So uh, the paratha roti is just your regular roti, like yeah. uh, your dough. You make your regular rotis. Then dal puri is when you take yellow ground split peas and you stuff it inside. You roll it out. So now when you break it apart, you have a filling inside of it. No, I don't like that one. You don't yeah. like that no, one? No, Are no, you no. That, one, yeah. that one's, uh, I'm with my white brother over here. Yeah. Uh, that one, I'm. <laughs> no yeah. way, No, not why? a fan. Not I just a fan. want plain, plain roti. Yeah. You want plain roti? Yeah, yes. basic. You got to do dal puri. Yes. I feel like, especially if you learn how to make that, Nadia, I feel like that is next level of like expertise. No, I think she needs to learn the basics okay, first. Okay, so Mocha, what are mm. the basics according to you? Then? I'm going to say just straight up roti with nothing else in it. With with a curry. With, with a, a curry, curry, yeah. Can you not buy the, what? Like, is it is it a slap in the face to the to the fiance or to the husband if you just buy like a roti and then you just made the curry to go in it, or do you have to make that homemade? So so I have been prefaced that I should learn to make roti by hand. So I have been told that, yes, that may be a slap in the face. Yes. Oh. Mm. Girl, wow. I gotta learn. I, wow. I, I, I think <laughs> have you, you can make curry and buy roti because there's a lot of great roti places all across the country, really. You yeah. can also just lie. Uh, yes, And say, look lie. at what I made. <laughs> You don't yeah, think he's going to tell the difference? Yeah, but then he'll ask. He may say, so how did you do it? Like, yeah. what, what was the ratio of flour to oil to this, to that, <laughs> yeah. to water? So do you, you know make, what I mean? Do you make this at home? I don't, no. You don't? Uh-uh. 
you don't. I don't know how to do it well no. enough. So I just wait for my mom to make it. And when she makes extra, pass it over. Do you, do you ever make a curry at home? <laughs> nope. You don't. I don't know how to make it as good as my mom. That's why. Do you make a I've, curry at home, Shem? No. I've tried and failed way too many times. Really? Yes. Wow. Deepa, do you make a curry at home? I do make curry. Yeah. Yeah. Even I make curry at home. What? So can you yes. so can you explain to Nadia? Like I'm sure this is this is probably overwhelming uh for you right now, Nadia, and maybe a little bit confusing. But if we can maybe Deepa break down exactly how you make a curry, whether it's with beef or chicken or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe we can help Nadia out here. Okay, so I would highly recommend a boneless chicken curry. A lot of people, <laughs> there's a, a Nadia, you should know this about Guyanese people and Trinidadian people. There's a debate going on about if it's curry chicken or chicken curry. If your man's Guyanese, it's chicken curry. Absolutely. So, um, so, so you can start off with boneless chicken and the key to a good curry is starting off with like onions and garlic first so just kind of like browning that off we use a very special pepper it's actually called weary weary pepper mocha mm. and shem i don't know if you know oh, oh yeah it's so good it is so yes. hot when i was a kid and if i was like getting in trouble my mom would threaten me by saying like do you want me to rub weary, weary pepper in your eye no <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit extreme. It's oh, <laughs> It's hot. Wow. Wow, that yeah. is like that's vi- that's next level violence. Yeah. That's next that's level like, violence. I think that's like a defining factor in Guyanese yeah. curry is using the weary weary pepper. Yes. Um. Then it's all your basics like turmeric and garam masala and curry powder and all those things. Honestly, if you go online, you can find like a really basic recipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all about the ratio. Yeah. So Nadia, the ratio that sure. that that maybe Deepa uses would be completely different from what you would use. Like I've tried learning from my mom, and she doesn't give like exact measurements. No. She will like pour whatever in her hand. Do you know why? I'm like, you know how why? much is this? And she'll be like this. Much, yeah. you know and then like toss it in. It's because she cooks from the heart. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But there right? are it's like true. a ton, and like YouTube, use YouTube because yeah. there are so many videos on on how to make like the most extreme curry and roti, but then also the absolute most basic stuff that you would have at home, or a couple of ingredients that you need to to run out to the grocery store to pick up. Awesome. Or or chicken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> If you do chicken fingers with pepper sauce on the side, mm. hey, I think a guy guy would accept that. Yeah. Just buy it in a jar, honey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. Does that help, Nadia? Yeah, absolutely. All that right. helps a lot. From your guy in East Later, girl. Are you going to ask me who my favorite is? Oh, okay. Oh. Yes, Nadia. Uh, if we didn't help enough, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Um, okay, so I'm going to preface this with every day I feel like it changes. But I'm going to say, because he helped me out today, Mocha is for sure my favorite today. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So Lizzo dropped her new banger, features Cardi B, called Rumors, and it is typical Lizzo. It is fun. It is upbeat. Um, we're gonna play for we're gonna play it for you guys in uh, in just a couple of seconds. But damn it, Maury got a chance to do like a Zoom interview with Lizzo, and it went exactly the way. <laughs> like when I say exact, it went exactly the way you think that it would go. I am so excited to talk to you. I even brushed my teeth for this and we're on Zoom. I can't tell. I can't tell. <laughs> oh my what is that, tuna fish? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are we all up in here getting loose and blaming it on the juice or what? My juice is gone. I need some more. 
<laughs> okay, now I don't know if you can tell I am a gay, and uh, I, I gotta tell you, all of us gays freaking love you. You are our queen, yes, girl. Do you love that us gays worship you? <laughs> worship? Oh my god. Um, I love, I love that. I mean, I'm always about representing the uh, underrepresented and the people who never really got you know their time to shine and i just feel like the lgbtqia plus community big girls black women all of us we're all coming together and we're all taking our moment and we're all in the spotlight so yes let's all just shine together uh lizzo is just so awesome so and funny, i know you know i remember like a couple of years ago i think it was last year two years ago yeah. you did an interview with her Roz, with yeah. et canada and she was still at that time even though somewhat unknown to the mass uh, public, yeah. she was still very much this bubbly, this happy, this fun, this upbeat during that interview. Very much. And you could tell, and even more with Maury bringing it up right now, what did you refer to yourself as? Oh, I'm a gay. He's a gay. Um, you could tell <laughs> where Lizzo's fan base was building. And you could tell that there were a lot of, you know, sort of marginalized groups, as she said, that were about to hand her the flag and run with it and, you know, be that sort of face of a lot of different things. And that's what she's become. And yeah. she's really good at it. Uh, more with Damon Mori talking to Lizzo. Her new song, Rumors, with Cardi B is out right now. This song is so good. Oh, Thank my God. Can. I love this. Now, it's no surprise this song is so good. Now, but before you release a song, you know, is there like, are you freaking out? Is there so much pressure on what the world's going to think? And then when it's out and everybody loves it, that must feel amazing. Yeah, I, I think I don't worry too much because I know my music is good and, and I have a fan base. I don't really make music to be like, oh my God, I hope everyone's gonna like this. I make music to be like, this is a good song, you know? Um, I am worried about a few things, a few lines. I don't we'll want to rub feathers. But other than that, I'm just more excited to like share it. It's like I had a baby and a baby's so cute. And I'm like, look at my cute baby. It's more of that. Not like, I hope they like how my baby is. I hope it's cute. No, my baby's cute. Yo, Lizzo is the best. Okay, so yeah. there's one more that's here that I got to play. Please explain this to me, Maury, so, because all the file is labeled uh, Maury Lizzo flute. Okay. She's a flutist. I know. She's a, she's a flautist. That's right. She's a flautist, and I fancy Like my... in marching band and stuff like that, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. So I own a flute, and I wanted to play my flute for her. You own a flute? Well, I, I, own, a, a I own a recorder. Oh, God. Yeah, that's not a flute. That's a recorder. <laughs> okay, we're ending on this, because you play the flute. Oh, Jesus. I, I already started a little tip. I okay. stopped just <laughs> 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 I'd love to have the opportunity of playing my flute for you. Okay, that's what she said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. This is so bad. <laughs> oh my god. That was so good. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not try to be so nice. That was so good. Like how long have you been um how long have you been practicing? Since grade eight. <laughs> Since grade eight. So wait, you're still in eighth grade? How old are you? <laughs> you're 23? Yep, 23. Nice. Um, oh yeah. my God. Stick to your day job. You're a great radio host. Oh, <laughs> I got to get you on the remix of that. <laughs> I would love to be not on the remix of that. <laughs>
Also, you are definitely not 23 years I old. I said 43. I just also, wasn't going to correct her. Also, not a flute. <laughs> a new song from Lizzo features Cardi B. It's called Rumors. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So what should have been an incredible week for Lizzo uh, with the release of Rumors, which is an awesome track. All the rumors are true, yeah. What you heard, that's true, yeah. I yeah. him and you, yeah. If you believe I do that, had to cut them all loose, yeah. India ain't no loose lips. So now they all trying to anytime Lizzo does anything, um, she she courts i don't shouldn't say courts she's very present on social media mm-hmm. and she gets hit harder than most with comments and trolls oh, yeah. and people to get a reaction because Lizzo offers that reaction Lizzo's very present on social media um but then she will always sort of go promo promo fun and then breaks it down with something real about how she's feeling in that world of social and uh, she released a uh, she put a new video up when she went live the other night talking about how this should be a celebration with the new track uh, but because of all the brutality and negativity on Instagram it's the exact opposite but on the days I feel like I should be the happiest it just I feel so down I worked so hard I've been working triple time like quadruple time doing like 12 hours a day of promos and interviews. I'm in rehearsal, I'm filming every single day, shooting documentary. People say about me that just doesn't even make sense. It's fat phobic and it's racist and it's hurtful. If you don't like my music, cool. If you don't like rumors and song, cool. But a lot of people don't like me because of the way I look. And I'm like, anyways, y'all, I'm just having one of those days where I'm just, I don't have no time. I don't got no time to chill. Have a good day, stream rumors. The haters, that's what this song is all about. Haters gonna do what they do. They don't know I do for the culture. Oh man. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, Katie and Blake, are they still here? Are they still, yeah? What? Because I missed the I missed the Bachelor finale, the Bachelorette finale. Yeah. Right? So, I only Man, found they out set after that the, up like Blake wasn't fact. even going to propose, huh? I know. I don't know. I don't know. They really did. Yeah. When he was sitting there looking at the rings with uh, Tasha. Yeah. And he got up from the table and, like, the pressure was getting to him. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like... Because I didn't go to, like, Reality Steve or anything yeah, like that, yeah, like my yeah, wife yeah, does, yeah. after week two right. of the show being on. And I think you did the same thing, didn't you, Shem? You went to Reality Steve. I sure did. Yeah. So I didn't know. And I, because I want the big surprise. And I was like, there's, he's, he's having doubts. You want to watch Love win, of he's course. Not, he's not going to ask. No, huh? No. He's going to say, I love you. 
whatever. Let's but, just take it slow uh-huh. or one of those. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've had, they're, they're, they've gotten away from, there's been too many changes in The Bachelor. I, I, I'm I, with you. I like, you need a, you need elimination rose ceremony at the end of every single episode. Yeah. At the end of the damn thing, somebody needs to propose. I don't need anything else from the show. I don't need your social commentary. I don't need your views on politics. I don't need your views on anything else. I yeah. want, like, let love win, do some goofy stuff, and at the end of the damn thing, you better get down on one knee. Yeah. I don't want any more of this. I love you, but I'm not proposing. Yeah. Right? So they, I, he was in love with, who was the first woman? He was a Claire, right? Yeah. He was in love with Claire. Very much so in love with Claire. And then Tasha. And then he was very in love with Tasha. Mm. all of a sudden. Yo, right? how awkward would that have been, though? Like, he's sitting there trying to pick out the engagement ring with a woman who's presenting the rings to him that yeah. he's in love with yeah. at one point. Yeah, exactly. And now, and now Katie, right? Yeah. This, But this yeah. is the true love, though. The others were not the true love. This is definitely the true love. Uh-huh. So he took her back home to Canada. And why, okay, why is it that when somebody leaves Canada, mm-hmm. right? And then they, when you're here, you watch television, you watch American media and you watch everything else. And you're like, God, we are not all these damn stereotypes, right? We're, we're not like, we're not like that. Like we live regular lives and we're not a stereotype. I know. Hey, what's that all about? Yeah, thank you. And then so, but as soon as you leave and you bring an American back, you become the damn stereotype. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through the, uh, I guess it's Us Magazine article about what Katie and, uh, and Blake were doing. Okay, the first thing, Niagara Falls. Of right? course, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I get it. it's beautiful. Everything yeah. on the list, uh-huh. not top of the list, right? right? Um, quote from Us Magazine. Uh, but first, they made time for some Canadian delicacies during a pit stop at Tim Hortons restaurant. <laughs> Yo, Tim, Tim is uh, restaurant now. Okay. <laughs> Later, they also shared. Uh, a basket of poutine. A basket? <laughs> Goddamn, how big was that order, bro? <laughs> okay. What? So so when you're like, oh okay, and I'm Yo, sure... You're just giving the, the Americans yes, more ammo. You. And I know, you know, you know, if it was hockey season, they would have been at a game, yes. right? You're just giving people ammo when you do this yeah. stuff. Tim Horton's on the list. Poutine on the list. Sure. Niagara Falls on the list. You can't do the three big stereotypes all at once. They go to dinner at Swiss Chalet or anything? <laughs> Rotisserie chicken is yeah. a very Canadian exclusive, though. They don't even know what that is in the Last States. night, they had dinner at the CN Tower. There you go. Oh. <laughs> right? Again, again, don't get me wrong. I had dinner at the CN Tower last week. It's glorious. But again, on the list, but you can't be top of the yeah, list. Yeah, I know. You I know. Just, it makes you just feeding into yes, it. Yes, man. And then what? They 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 rode home. They made on love also- on a beaver rug. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It's a National Tell a Joke Day. Oh, is it? Yeah. Look, look, look more running in. It's National. It's so funny. I Maury just came in and was like, just so you know, it's a national tell a joke day and I'm fully prepared in case you want to do it like you want to do it like right now. And I looked at him and I was like, I'm not doing that. And then he walked in so upset. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, joke's on you. Uh, what do you got, Maury? Is there a theme to the jokes that you're going to tell today? Oh my God. The theme is jokes that'll make you laugh. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a whistle or something to put in your mouth every time you wheeze. Okay. 
Wow. Wow. Okay. You didn't you had you were on vacation for two weeks and you didn't get one bit healthy. No, not at all. Not at all. Okay, here we go. You ready? Also, that shirt looking a little extra tight. <laughs> we wore that same shirt before we went on vacation. Because Matthew put it in the dryer. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, okay, okay here we go. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> How do vampires start letters? How? Tomb it may concern. What? What? Tomb. Yeah. It may concern. What, what is to- vampires don't T O M B tomb? But what does that have to do with vampires? Because I guess vampires they sleep in, in coffins. Uh, coffins, right? So yes. tomb, it, it makes no, sense. Mummies, I would say. Yeah, I would say change that. Should I change it and do it again? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do mummies start letters? How tomb it may concern? I don't get it. <laughs> 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 okay, go ahead. Okay, why can't your nose be 12 inches long? Oh, no. Shut up, Mocha. Shut up, Mocha. Shut up, Mocha. Yeah, why? Tomb me concerned. <laughs> because it would be a foot. Uh, okay. Okay, I was waiting for the laughter. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can be waiting a long time. Okay. What kind of tree has a hand? <laughs> What kind of tree has a hand? A palm tree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How do you make an octopus laugh? Too uh, may concern. No, no, with tentacles. Like tentacles? Ten t- tentacles? With, with tentacles? Yeah, tentacles. I love that one. Okay. So hold on. So between <laughs> So between tickles one through nine, they're not laughing? No, I laughed at this one. Okay. Oh. Okay. Two okay. Um Two what, may concern. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a boring dinosaur? What? David Mori. <laughs> Moriosaurus. That wins. <laughs> <laughs> what do lawyers wear to court? What? Lawsuits. <laughs> what kind of music do planets like? What? Neptunes. <laughs> I mean, I've been off for too long. I'm actually enjoying this. <laughs> More sweating right now. Yeah. You're running out of material. I may, I may still be drunk from vacation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. No, it's done. Oh, there you're done. Oh, you got to you say thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you, ladies and gentlemen. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Very hard things. Very hard things. Roz and Mocha's very hard things. Yes. Uh, very hard things goes like this. Damn it, Maury and his husband, Damn it, Matthew, uh, are tasked to describe, explain something that we may take for granted that we think is just simple, uh, but is actually a very difficult thing to try and put into words. Example: the first one that kicked off this series was "What color is a mirror?" I've never heard two people fight like that before Mm -hmm. because it's very difficult. We all have mirrors. We know. But if you had to describe what color a mirror was, not the reflection of the things in the mirror, but what color is an actual mirror, it's very hard. So what's up for today? Explain how whistling works. Matthew. Yes. You look great today. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you curl up next to me? Okay. I have something to say. What? Very hard things. Oh, my favorite. Here we go. Another, like, five minutes of my life I'll never get back. Okay, here we go. 
explain how whistling works. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Whistling works because you're using your mouth muscles, which I believe your face has more muscles or bones in it than anything else. So <laughs> wow. I think it's a high number. Great start. But anyways, Great start. so you're using <laughs> so <many bones. laughs> your, yeah, your mouth muscles and the air from your lungs comes out and it's like a flute because you're pursing your, you know, your lips. Talk, I, okay, but talk to me about how, I guess, the wind works. Like your air works to make you that You have sound. in your cavity of your body, like, hello, your lungs, you're breathing air in and out. So the air is in, is out, in, out, in, out air. So, like, does your mouth mimic an instrument? Yes. Your tongue, your lips, your throat, it's all... <laughs> How <laughs> How does that happen? Pursing your lips together and blowing air out of a thin hole. Like a fart. Why do farts make noise? So are you saying that your butt and the mouth are the same when it comes to instrumental? That's exactly how to compare it. Because when you fart, that's air coming out of your and it makes a noise. So just like your mouth would. So any hole can be used to make the sound? Yes. So why is it hard for some people then to make the sound? I know, I can't. Like, look. <sighs> so why can some people do it and why can some people not? Is it the shape of it's your mouth? It's a talent. Maybe it's the, the size of the hole of your mouth, you know? Like the, you just gotta get it just right and like, I can't do it. I need so to recap, so it's the, it's the mouth that makes the sound or is it the throat that makes the sound? I think it's between your teeth and your lips. Like that's what's making the sound. So did we explain how whistling works? Pretty well, actually. So do you have to wet your whistle to whistle? Sorry, wait. Our Uber is here. Our Uber eats. Zero minutes. Maury. Okay, I'll go down. Let's come on the front street. So was that hard? It was kind of hard, but like, I mean, I think it's like... Do you feel like you educated yourself? Sorry. Yes. So does one feel smarter? <laughs> okay, sure. If we're right. Matthew Matthew did what 95% of people do when they try and describe how whistling works is they go, hey, Matthew, how does whistling work? Uh, God, how does whistling work? Oh, like this. <laughs> Thanks, man. Rosin Mocha's very, very hard things. Uh, they say 62%, which is a very large number. So almost two-thirds of people who are in relationships right now mm -hmm. have someone else in mind who's waiting in the wings just in case things go to hell. Let me ask you a oh question. Oh, my God. Do you f actually have somebody on standby or you think, like, this would be the person I want? Like, you haven't had that conversation with your standby Fair person. Fair enough. Maybe somebody mm. that you still connect with on a regular basis and they're sort of on the back burner. Maybe you guys have established a good friendship. But most of these people, out of the 62% of people, they say that they're still keeping somebody on the back burner. Because I've said to people, oh, my God, like, if you were gay and I was single, we'd be perfect. Oh, wow. wow. Even while married, huh? No, but I said that you missed the part where I said, and if I was single. Yeah, but you are married, though. Right, I know. Right. So you still have the, oh, my God, if I was single thoughts? 
Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, I don't know if I do. I don't know if yeah, I have a I lot of like, if I was single thoughts. No, and I also don't have somebody. I don't fantasize about being single. I don't have, um, what is it, somebody on the back burner? Yeah, so they say, though, that the, the majority like of, of people, the yeah. vast majority of people who have somebody on the back burner, here's where it gets interesting. It's usually an ex. Oh, oh. no, no, mine's not an ex. Mine are other people. Let me go through my roster. <laughs> how okay. many people? How many people? Like my starting lineup. My starting yeah. lineup. How yeah. many people? You don't have to give names, but how many people? I'd say there are like three, like, okay, if things don't work out, I have zero chance with, but I'd love to be with these three people. Okay. Oh, do they know that? They have no idea. They have no idea. So that's not back burner. That's you have to stalk them. Oh, so that was my question going to the people on the back burner know, like, I'm in waiting. Well, you have to have some sort of no, relationship. No, like, yes. like, like, oh, you I can, somebody I that you know. Don't, not, not oh, no, I have a friendship like, with like, these like people. You can't say if Matthew dumps me, I'm going to go for Kanye. Like, they, they have to know. No, there are people that I'm friends with, that I, that, the ones that I say, if I was single and you were No, gay, no, no, but let's right. say, forget single versus gay. Yeah. Gay, like, you have somebody on the back burner. Like, somebody's there. Yes. Yes. How many? Three? Please. If, if Matthew if Matthew kicked your ass out, sorry. When Matthew kicks your ass out, <laughs> you are going to be single for a very long time. And ready to mingle. No, 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 no. What, are you going to go to a club? What? Why? At what? your age? At my age? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. No, but I think I'm not alone in this. I think there are a lot of people that fantasize Obviously. about the... No, yeah. no, it's not fantasizing. It's actually about keeping somebody on the back burner in case your current relationship goes to hell. Because being single sometimes right out of a marriage, like, oh, my God, that's like, you got to have that rebound. <laughs> wow. You got it all worked out. He I does. go to the list. <laughs> I can't believe, okay, <laughs> I told you to be alone. Okay, listen, there is a list, guys. <laughs> does Matthew know that you have this list? No. No. Shem shush. <laughs> <laughs> Were you on Matthew's list and that's how you two wound up? Oh, I was not on Matthew's list at all. Uh, oh, for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what was that number again so 62 percent. so almost two-thirds of people who are in relationships right now they say have somebody half 62 percent. yes maury is more than half is more than half uh they say that they have somebody sort of waiting around on the back burner um in case their current relationship goes to hell <laughs> no my God, no. Um, and uh, most of the time, it's an ex. And most people, they say, over 50% of women and 40, 44% of men have gone back to an ex after the breakup. You know that thing where it's like, oh, one more time. Yeah, where you forget yeah, yeah. why you broke up. You forget how horrible it was. You forget, and then you start, you know, seeing them, talking to them, and you're you so think it's sure. Work out. And you're like, oh, one more time, one That's more like time. That's like the whole premise of Younger, that show. But even before that one more time, one more time is over, you're like, ah, oh, that's why we broke up. Yeah. Like, it always just comes back to get you, right? Always comes back but your to exes, get you. you guys, you'd have to have, a, like, a friendship still going. Like, I don't talk to my exes at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just stalk them online. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hello. <laughs> what kind of show today, guys? Why, I'm not going to lie. What's going on? Actually, Talk it's been you. happening for the past couple of days. I'm going to tell you the story. Chances are you're not going to believe me. Okay. What the hell's going on with my hair? And then I have a video on my phone to show you of something that happened yesterday. Okay. So I get up super early to come in and do the show. Yeah. Is this an alien thing? 
Never mind. Sorry. I'll let you continue. (laughs) Just hear me out, okay? Yeah, go. Just hear me out. Yeah, man. I'm all for it. So I'm up at 2.30. Yeah. Every day. That's early. Let's face it. Yeah. And so we have a puppy at home, still trying to house train him. So every morning when I, before I leave the house, I take him outside into the backyard. Yeah. Let him do his thing before I put him back in his crate. Every morning when I go outside, Mm -hmm. there's this noise that I hear and it's continuous for the duration of time that I'm outside. Okay. There's no train, like no train yard in my area, no train, like industrial trains that go by. There are train tracks, like not far from where we are, but the first train that travels along those tracks don't happen until like three hours after the time that I'm outside. Yeah. But I hear this noise and it's like this low rumble. Okay. And I've been trying to find something that replicates that noise. And this is... It almost sounds like a drone, and this is the closest I could find of the noise that I hear when I'm standing outside with the dog, okay? Listen to this. Really? This is the closest I could find. And you you don't have the ability to record what's actually being heard. No, it's too low. too low. Yeah, but it's this low rumble. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I don't live close to the highway where you would hear like cars going by. Traffic or. And even at that hour of the morning, there's no traffic anyway. Fair enough. And the streets around me are all dead anyway. Yeah. But this is the noise that I hear. And it happened this morning again. And I can't explain it. And it's been this way for like the past couple of weeks now. Where I'm standing in the backyard and this is the noise that I hear. And you're not there long enough at home to stand outside to figure out what time it stops. No, not at all. Not at all. And then my camera, my doorbell recorded this yesterday at 3.15. Look at the... PM or AM? AM. Oh, no. I don't want to know what anybody's doorbell records at 3 AM, brother. Look at the bottom right, and then you're going to see something, and then you're going to follow that thing as it moves across to the left. Okay. Okay? Okay. Yeah, bottom right, and then it's going to move across to the left. I can't see your microphone things in the way. Okay, hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just watch. What is that? Do you see it? Uh, Yeah. What is it? I mean, it, like... Look, 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 look. <sighs> what is it? And then it disappears. Yeah, well, it goes out of frame. Yeah. Oh, that disappears, dog. Watch. <sighs> what is that? Yeah, I mean, that could be so small, though, right? Like, you know how those cameras are. Like, that could literally be on the lens of the camera. Like, it could be a tiny little gnat on the actual lens of the camera, but the camera's going to make it look like a big, giant white orb. I don't know, man. (laughs) Okay, so here's my question for you, then. I understand that you are bugged out by this, Mm -hmm. hearing noises and the drones and the camera and the everything else. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, but let's just go through honestly what choices you have. Okay. Aliens? No, 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 no. Oh. Of what you do about it. 
Well, I can't do anything about it. Exactly. So what? I got to be freaked out now every morning when I take the dog out? What are your choices? I'm guessing I'm going to let him pee in his crate. Or you can move. I'm not. Mo- no, I am not moving. Then you have no. Then then, then you have no choice but to deal with whatever deal, that deal with this noise with orbs and drones. Yes, those are your choices. That's the way the Going world out is. Prepared like wearing a helmet or something? No, because you don't even know what it is, man. I don't know what it is. Have you talked to your neighbors? Like, have you done any investigating? No. Other than just standing in your backyard, scaring yourself to death? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you haven't. What am I gonna say? Have you posted the video on Reddit to see what other people think? No. Yeah, like, what are your choices? I guess deal with it, right? How do you deal with it? What, are you going to buy, like, a trap? Like, what are you, like, okay. like how deep are you like going to go? Trap. Yeah, like, like how deep are you going to go? I hurt myself. Yeah, sure. man. <laughs> right? You're going to have to deal with it. I guess. Live with it or deal with it. Those are I your only two choices. I think you need to set up another camera to get another angle. Yeah, do you only have that one camera? No, I got three. You have three. This, that camera right there is the only one that caught that thing that floated across. Well, you need like a night right, vision Look at you camera. already with the floated. Yeah. Not walked across the lens, floated, no. floated across. <laughs> floated across. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It's uh, Matthew Perry's birthday today. Ooh, Matthew Perry. 52. <sighs> 52. I was going to say older. Were you? Yeah. Chandler Bing. Who's older, Matthew Perry or John Stamos? Oh, John Stamos. Think so? Yeah, John Stamos is. So if Matthew, if Chandler Bing is 52 years old, yeah. then Uncle Jesse is 58 years old. 58. M- Maury, what do you say? I say that Stamos is 62. You say Stamos no, is 62. But, but looks 35. No. You look very shiny today. I know. Okay, okay? I'm doing a new facial regimen. What's Which it called? Is what? Twice, Sweat? No, twice a day, I wash my face, I put on a serum, and I put on facial cream. Right. And I've never felt better. But does the facial cream not, like, sink into your skin at it all? It takes several hours. Wow. To absorb? Yeah. You it, just look slimy. She says, like the girl that sold it to me says that it has to make its way to your dermis. <laughs> Do you know where the dermis is? She pointed inside my head. Yeah? <laughs> she re- <laughs> okay. She says, the dermis. <laughs> she says, you got to work with your dermis. <laughs> Because now you're laughing, you're turning red, and you're shiny. Uh, I know. But I look younger. You look no, like you, a tomato. You, <laughs> <laughs> like, you look sick. You do. No, you know what it is? I, I understand that you might, you, your skin might feel good, right? But I'm, but, I'm, but I'm looking at you right now, and you look like you have the flu. Uh, no, I like know, it, but my skin feels as though somebody put baby skin on my face. I know, but I'm telling you right now, in a time of COVID, you, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be coming to work looking that ill i know like no, you but look maybe, like maybe this is what healthy looks like no that is not what healthy <laughs> looks like at all <laughs> maybe you're all yeah like you look like you have the flu right now like i don't even i don't even know like you're like you're not shiny you're reflective uh-huh. that's my dermis yeah <laughs> plus <laughs> plus like your puffy eyes and everything like, <laughs> take, take, yeah you look you look take sick. your glasses off for a second Where'd you right? go? Like, but now tilt. Now move your head just around so the light hits you a little bit. Right? Oh, you're like, you look, you're like a diamond. Yeah, I need sunglasses right <laughs> like, now. You really do. Every now and then, like a piece of light <laughs> flashes off of your forehead, and hits me in the face. So what is this concoction that you're putting on your face now? What is it? So I wash with some sort of gel face you mean, wash. You don't even know? No, it's Vichy. Does okay. that make sense? But what's the ingredients? What are you rubbing all over your face? Oh, I don't know. 
She said, put it all in my basket. Who's I was like, she? The lady at Chopper's Drug Mart, who, by the way, is a big fan of the Raza Mocha show. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> looks like she hates the Raza Mocha show, or at least you. <laughs> Wait, okay. so, so, so back to John Stamos. We never got to what his age oh, 58. is. Um, oh, so I was right. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> This guy in his shiny ass face. Bras and mochas fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Bras and mocha got you. Yo, Ashley, what's going on? It's Roz and mocha. My boyfriend of six years has been complaining about my weight. Ooh, yeah, you resist. Roz and mocha, uh, fix my life. My boyfriend has always asked me to work out with him or eat a little healthier. This past weekend, he told me that he finally had enough and can't be with me if I don't try to lose weight. I'm lost because I love him no matter how he would look. And I would like to have hoped to have the same come back my way. Um, Please give me some advice on what to do or should I just allow the relationship to end? That's the age old question. And it's been asked a thousand times. And the answer usually comes back the exact same every single time, which is, is it ever appropriate to ask your significant other to lose weight? And the answer um, is no. However, I will say this. I've known people who have been in situations where one person in a relationship has not only asked but begged somebody to lose weight because you're getting begged, in, begged. you could because oh you, when you get into a territory of where it starts really affecting their health mm-hmm. when you look at the amount of cancers that are associated with oh, obesity sure. and all this stuff now if it's aesthetics and he just doesn't like the look of you then we go back to is it ever appropriate to ask your significant other to lose weight and the oh, answer to that no. question is hell no um so how are you feeling right now aside from awful well, honestly, that's like the only word. It just makes me feel horrible. Um, I, I don't even know how to explain it. But also, he, he says some stuff that makes me want to do it. But then at the same time, I just don't want to because I, I feel like he should just love me for who I am rather than how I look as well, right? So what does he say that makes you want to do it? Well, he just says that, like, I do have some health problems that, like, Obviously, it does reflect my weight. Um, so, I mean, like, I know he cares that way. Yeah. But he also just wants me to be motivated with him. And, and like, he says that he, he does work out a lot. And he just wants me to join him and, like, just kind of make working out fun. Have you mentioned to him, like, over the while, like, have you been, are you one of these people of, you know, oh, I'm going to get there one day. Yeah, I'm going to get there one day. Like, have you been interested in this? And he's finally now saying, okay, you said that you were going to do this couples thing with me and you keep putting it off. Like, is it, was it one of that or is it weight specific that he doesn't like the look of you? Well, I, I think it's just like, he's been wanting me to do it with him and I always said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never did. So that's why I think he just had enough. Is this, is this recent weight gain? Like, is this something where, no, when you met, you were, you were like this and he fell in love with you and you fell in love with him. Right. Yeah. And then what he thought that he could change you over time, right? Like when you get in a relationship, you kind of gain weight. Yeah. And I was the only person to gain weight. Have you told him, have you like had a conversation with him and like told him exactly how you feel? And like you, um, just feel terrible about yourself right now because these, these comments or these, uh, conversations keep coming up. Yeah. He knows that. And he doesn't like talking about it either. He just feels like a jerk too. Do you feel healthy? I mean, I feel like I could be as healthy 
as I could be, but I know I could be more. Do you want to be more healthy? Like, do you want to be the sort of best version of you health-wise? Uh, yeah. <laughs> now that, like, it's not like you just want to live your life. Yeah, I just want to, like, enjoy myself, like, have fun and not wa- want to watch what I eat or do something, right? Like, we went out that weekend and we were with, like, a bunch of people and it's just, like... I have to not order something that I really wanted, but I refer to a salad instead, you know? You're, you're, you have a lot of external influences on how you're living your life, and all of those decisions need to be um, made internally. You need to, if you want to exercise, it's got to be because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. If you want to eat something or not eat something, it's got to be because you want to do it. Otherwise, you're living your life to appease somebody who makes you feel terrible. Yeah, I know. I, I thought about all these things because I, I think, like, I feel like I'll never be enough for him. So Yeah, but it's, it's are you enough for you is the question. Don't worry about him. Like, he can go. That's fine, okay? It's, it's, it, that's a whole other thing. The question is, are you good enough? Like, are you good enough for you? Like, are you happy with you? Because if you want to change, you can't do it with him, right? It's not going to – going to the gym with your boyfriend isn't going to fix this problem. Because you're only going to be going to please him, and then you'll be miserable standing there working out with him. And I'll tell you, in a situation like that, for him, everything will never be enough. Yeah, I get that. You got to make decisions based on based on you. This has to be you from your motivation, from your head, and from your heart. And because right now you are in this cycle of every decision you're making is being based around what your boyfriend thinks of the way you look, and that is a terrible place to be. Hey, Ashley, let me ask you something because I'm yeah getting a sense, and I could be completely wrong, but I'm just gonna ask you straight up, okay? Do you want to be with this guy? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I get that. But sometimes it's not going to work out that way. <sighs> a- Ashley, do you want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you? Well, I know he does want to be with me. Not not currently. Mm-mm-mm. Nah. Because you said in your note to us that he told you that he finally had enough and can't be with you. Yeah, if I don't change, I guess. But it could be anything. What if he said, listen, I'm really into black tar heroin. And I need the woman that I'm going to be spending the rest of my life with to also do heroin with me. Like it could yeah, be, it could be that. anything. It could be, it could be NASCAR. Why aren't you in? Why can't? Why can't you just be more into NASCAR? You know what I mean? Like it could be anything. But it just, it just be because it's your weight. This is like the most personal thing to you, and it's a thing that hurts the most. And every time he says something, he's like picking up the biggest rock available and hitting you over the chest with it. Mm-hmm. And you can't make decisions based around what he wants for you. And you also have to realize that what life looks like where you're giving everything to somebody who doesn't want to be with you. You deserve to be happy, Ashley. Yeah, I know that. You deserve to make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. You, deserve, you, you deserve to be your own motivation. And if you need motivation, if you need exterior motivation, somebody to kick your ass, uh, you can hire a guy. There's a million personal uh, trainers coming out of COVID that will gladly take your money. Yeah, but I don't want to give them my money. That's the problem. Well, then don't. Well, then don't. Well, then don't. You know, yeah, that's, that's your, that, that again, your YouTube decision. YouTube videos. There are so many other, uh, other resources for you to use if that is what you want for yourself. Yeah. All right, Ashley, you have some options. All right. But do it for you. At the end of the day, do it for you. Yeah, I will. All, All right, right bro, You take care. Okay, you too. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hi, it's Sima speaking. What's um, going on? I, I, am, I love you guys so much. For the last 
15, 20 years, every morning, when I go to work, I sit in my car and I, uh, I listen to you guys. That's amazing. It, you guys make me laugh. Uh, personally, I live by myself right now, and I stay, go home after work, I go sleep, and, but in the morning when I come in and listen to you guys, I said, oh my God. Uh, that's me. <laughs> when I uh, listen to your story, guys, and I said, oh my God. I'm like that. I'm like them. <laughs> so it makes me like more happy. <laughs> uh, you guys, awesome. The whole United States, everywhere in the world, you guys, uh, the one that I always listen. Uh, I'm a person that uh, I don't want to change it a lot. So when I got something interesting, so I just go uh, stick on it. <laughs> uh, for the uh, living, I am uh, working in a Montessori school. And right now I'm sitting there and waiting for my uh, chef to go there. So I love kids. Kids is my passion. I, I'm interested when you guys talking about your kids. And let me know that if you guys have any experience, anything about the school, as my own experience with observation with all children. Uh, I love to hear from you guys. <laughs> Uh, Shima, your 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 dedication to the Raza Mocha show means so much to us, more than you'll ever know. Uh, and you guys, it's, amazing, amazing. It's, it's people like you uh, that we enjoy doing the show for. Uh, yeah, you guys, amazing. Like you guys are live. Like you guys talking about real life. It's not anything uh, because uh, I'm the person that I don't like fake. Mm-hmm. Things. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a person like I don't like like I real uh, realistic. So if I see somebody to uh, even my coworker thing, I uh, in a fun way I just say to them, and then uh, most of the time I joke about myself a lot at, at work. <laughs> it was so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for calling. Oh my God, call me sometimes. Put my number, Shima. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, no, we have your number here. Yeah. Um, we have it on call display. But before we let you go, Shima, uh, between Roz yeah. and Mocha, who's your favorite? Um, everyone asking for, uh, I know it's for everyone is hard to answer. But uh, uh, to be honest, because uh, I am, I'm a teacher, right? Um, I, I would say that all of you guys have uh, your own character, your own personality for me is amazing. Like, I can't say uh, all of you guys, uh, I would say that the best. <laughs> we're, not asking you to, we're not asking you to pick the favorite kid at the daycare, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's between two people, Roz or Mocha. Who's your favorite? Roz is, uh, is uh, like more like explaining um, about the situation, and, and I like uh, about Roz that, that to make fun of Maury. <laughs> <laughs> You have a wonderful, wonderful day. We love you lots. Yeah, thank you so much. Have a great day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You hear these uh, clips from Joey Votto last night? Who? Who? Joey Votto, Cincinnati Reds. So he's the second Canadian in MLB history to reach 2,000 hits. Oh, wow. Congrats. So here, first up, is the the call after Joey Votto crushed his 2,000th hit. 2,000 hits for Joey Votto. He's from Etobicoke. And again, only the second Canadian to reach 2,000 hits. Um, Also, he's hysterical. So this is uh, what was going through Joey's head when he walked up to bat 
um, with the possibility of crushing his 2000th hit. Oh, no pressure, bro. No pressure. My very first hit I gave to my no, dog no, no, the, to the, eat. The other one. I was really happy with the 2000th hit because, you know, before the at-bat, I wanted to make sure my uniform looked good, my socks looked good, and my I made sure that I was, you know, that way if there's a highlight, it, 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 I at least look my best. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the way you look? Yeah, check so my socks. Check my socks. Going, socks look good. So going into the game, he knew that this was the, 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 the possibility, right? Like if he was... To slug one out of there. Well, because he cranked um, in that game, he got his one thousand nine hundred ninety nine and oh, his two thousand. Okay, right. So okay. He, he did both. He did both last night. Uh, so you think he, any of the guys like? Because you know sometimes like guys, sports guys, that just be sports guys. Be like, don't screw it up, dude. <laughs> yeah, probably. So he kept the ball, uh-huh. right? Um, he got the ball, and yeah. that's like a big thing for. That's of like, of course, you're two thousand. You're two thousand. That's like quite the deal. Um, but then they asked him what he did with the ball from his very first MLB hit, which I would also think would be something that you would want to hang on to. Oh, to his mom or his dad, his parents. He gave it to his parents. Okay, is that what he did? Here's Joey Votto. My very first hit, I gave to my dog to eat. Oh. It doesn't oh. exist. Maris, he passed away last year, but he was oh. a young dog. And uh, I just wanted him happy. And maybe it wasn't a good thing to give him. I, I don't know if you should be giving dogs baseballs, but I did at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you young dummy. Because <laughs> nothing matters when you're young, right? Like when no. you're young and just starting out, like nothing matters. Like there's it's no... Like whatever. There's no sentimentality with anything that yeah, you I'm gonna have I'm going to put this in a case... And put Please. it on a shelf. No, it doesn't. Somewhere. It doesn't. It doesn't Air exist. Dog. No, it's like asking me where my high school diploma is. Oh, where is it? It displayed. I've, it's. I no think idea. my dog probably ate it. Like oh. I have no idea where my high school diploma. No? Nothing matters, right? None of that stuff matters when you're young. Nothing. You give your first MLB hit to your dog to eat. Not even and your folks. Not, huh? not even your parents. Like the ones that drove you to practice all those times. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> they get nothing. And the dog just shredded it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Have you watched any of the uh, episodes of Modern Love? Uh, you know, on, Modern Love. On, oh, on Prime? It's on my list, and I just haven't got to it yet. Anne Hathaway, uh, Kit Harrington, Tina Fey all star in separate episodes. Uh, each one is a different story. Yeah, my problem with the sort of like anthology shows, I think they're called, mm-hmm. um, is I get too attached to a story and characters. And if I watch one episode where I love that story and those characters, I will just want more. And I don't do well with going on to somebody else's completely different story. I was okay with Black Mirror mm-hmm. because every single episode was like mind blowing. Um, but other than that, I get too attached to stories. And there characters. are some of the ones, uh, the episodes of this where that will happen. Yeah. I watched all of them. Yeah. They're really good. But episode one, I haven't cried like this in a long time. Really? Yeah. And this is incredible. the one with Mini Driver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, Modern Love on Amazon Prime. And this is what, like, taken from. Articles? New, yeah, it was, it's New a New York Times series. Oh, right? Sorry, the New York Times. They're all true stories. They're all true stories, yeah. Um, so her episode is she was married, her husband passed away in a car accident, she gets remarried. All these years later, she still has the car from her first husband. Right. And she's looking to get, not get rid of it, but like looking to sell it, but she's having a hard time um, 
emotionally with it, right? Emotionally, in order to still talk to him, she drives the car around, and that's how she can talk to him, right? But it keeps breaking down. She has to constantly get it fixed, and there's so much money being poured into the car. You know, that car is holding me back. What do you mean, holding you back? That's like a time machine, you know? Like, when I get in it, it literally transports me. And sometimes I, I even talk to him. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. How do you mean, uh, talk to him? It's like he's there beside me. Uh, only happens when uh, I'm on my own. Why didn't you tell me this before? Because I didn't want you to think I was crazy. Or that I was too involved in my past life. Or that I'm trying to keep him alive or something. I don't think you can control things like that. Oh, you oh, forget many on, drivers in accent, huh? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, you forget. She's great. Uh, so Damon Mori talked to Mini Driver about this particular episode and uh, what it was like to film. God, that's so emotional, man. I am still a ball of mush after watching your episode of Modern Love. I can't tell you how hard that hit me because I think that we all have something in our lives that brings us back to, a, you know, somebody, a relative, somebody we loved. I think that your episode is so incredibly relatable did you draw something from your own life to do your role? Do you know, it's so weird. I, I didn't. I didn't. I know what it is to have lost people, but that was, it was, it was so strange. My, my mother died after I'd shot that episode. I understood afterwards so much more of what it was I'd been doing in, in, in the show. But I've lost people um, through heartbreak and held on to certain aspects of that. So I was really thinking, I was really thinking about that when we shot that show and what it would be like, and also how difficult it is to move on from, from things that we didn't want to end. But it's interesting, since my mum died, um, I really understand what it is to to have those objects that belonged to her that are so meaningful and that you couldn't, they, are the, they have become the most precious things that I own. So when I look at that episode of a woman not being able to let go of a car because it's where she speaks to her husband who's gone, um, I really, I really understand that. Oh, God, I'm going to cry so hard at that episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Even her talking in the story. Now. In oh, this story man. here, Tamori. Like, oh, for God's sake. Emotional. So uh, that dumb. is Minnie Driver. Uh, she's in uh, one of the episodes of Modern Love, which is now on Amazon Prime. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. <laughs> how are you? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. Good to be back, huh? Uh-huh. You sound rough, bro. Okay. Yeah, let me tell you something. Uh-huh. So I woke up at 2.45 today. Oh, same thing. 2.45. Uh-huh. Because the cat, the cat came in to, like, cat woke me up, uh-huh. right? Because it came in to cuddle. And one of the cats now has decided that he loves sleeping under the covers. Oh, right. And I, I'm like, I'm cool with that, man. But we have to do vampire rules, right? You're allowed under the covers when you're invited under the covers. You can't like creep up on me when I'm sleeping and try and sneak under the covers. Oh, yeah. Make it too much noise. That's terrifying, uh-huh. right? 
So I woke up because he was sneaking under the covers, and then I looked over at my phone, and it was just see what time it was because I don't have a clock in the room. Uh-huh. I looked over at the phone, and my phone was updating. Okay. Because I plugged it in all night, uh-huh. and it was just the Apple symbol on my phone, uh-huh. so I had no idea what time it was. Okay. So I had to get out of bed, go into the living room, see what time it was. It was 2.45, and then I was like, well, now I'm awake. So I've been up since 2.45. That's 245. why you need the Google thing, so you could say, okay, Google, what time is it? Well, and then have it go in the whole house? <laughs> like, <laughs> wake everybody like, up? Wake everybody up at 2.45? Yeah. Right? And it's not like you could have, like, mucked around on your no. phone because it's updating. No, and can I tell you what I was really pissed off about? What? what, what? I was like, then I grabbed my phone, and I went, I, I don't know why I did this. I don't think other people do it. But I went looking through my phone to find out what was different after the update. And there was nothing different. Oh, no, I do that. I went, I went looking for the change. Oh. I like to see the logos Did I Google it? Yeah. No. What? See, because, okay, so before you, well, I guess before you do the update, oh, no, because when you plug it in, it automatically It automatically does it. updates. Because sometimes I'll get the notification, right? Yeah. And I'll see, and I go into settings, and then it'll say, here's what all the updates are. You click on that button, and it, like, You expands. do that? Yeah. You I'm, care that much? Because I'm curious. Wow. No, but sometimes the little icon honestly, logos change. No, I know, but honestly, yeah. because I know the new emojis are coming out. So I always see if this is the update where the new emojis right. are, but it's iOS 15. Is this um, the is this the, the is this the pregnant changes. man emoji that's coming out now that uh, everybody's just going to be using to say I ate too much? <laughs> right? I think that's like, iOS 15. Do, do you think anybody's going to use that? I was going to use it to describe purpose? me. <laughs> right? Yes. There's um no, but there's like a bunch of uh, a lot of the programs are being updated for oh, iOS 15. I gotcha. So I always check to make sure, but it's still like. Yeah. 14 point something or the anyway, other. That's why I sound so rough. How was your vacation? Well, because iOS updated. Yeah, because yeah, my <laughs> iOS updated. <laughs> right? Yes. That's why I sound so rough. <laughs> iOS. Right? Stressing me out. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I got better sleep last night. Good for you. Yeah. What time did you get to bed? Uh, oh, well, 11. Oh. 11. But I slept, like, all the way through until 4 a.m. Oh, good for was, you. Yeah, which I haven't done in a while now. Uh-huh. Because the other night, the cat woke me up, and it was a whole disaster. But no, I got, like, it was, like, yesterday, even though we even though we did the show yesterday, I didn't feel right because my day before was just such a disaster. But today, I feel like I'm finally back from vacation. I don't even remember what happened on yesterday's show. Oh, like I just, it was like I amazing. It, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was great. What was the best part, Maury? Oh, it was when the, you said something funny. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I feel great though. Um, Do you ever get like a quote in your head, like a movie quote, and it ruins your entire sleep because you're trying to remember what movie it's from? No, but I'll tell you, I that happened to me last night. I obsess about things, and oftentimes I'll get one word stuck in my head, mm-hmm. and I will ne- I will not be able to get the words stuck in my head. And I'm gonna say from about I'm gonna say from about 2000 until about 2009. Mm-hmm. 50 to 60 times a day, I would just repeat the word peat moss. What? Yeah. I don't why? know why. S- at some point, I got peat moss stuck in my head. Uh-huh. And then, ev- like, 
constantly throughout the day, if I had a moment where I wasn't thinking about something or doing something, I would just say Pete Moss over and over and over you again. Know, that in must my be head. a condition of something. Yes. In your head, though. <laughs> in my head. Like you would be walking <laughs> Pete Moss, Pete Moss, Pete Moss. No, just in my head. I would just say it. It was like, I don't know what it was, like a relaxing thing or uh, an obsessive thing or whatever it was. Is that what runs through was, your mind before you fall asleep? No, now? No, no, oh, okay. no, no, no. No, God, no. Nothing runs through my head when I fall asleep. <laughs> um, but what movie quote did you get stuck in your so head? So for some reason, all I kept thinking is flip the tube. And then I was lying flip in bed. Flip the tube? And I was lying in bed. Wait, pause for one second. Write down what movie that's from right now. <laughs> oh, because I need don't... to know if we can talk about yeah, this. We on the, on the, so on the, on the, I was the lying there and I kept, and I was hearing how he was saying it in the movie. And I thought it was Vince Vaughn or I thought it was uh, someone else. And I couldn't think of it. And I Googled it. Nothing came up. And it was driving me nuts. And then I realized it's from a scene from Four Christmases. Flip and I don't know why it came tube. into my head, but flip the tube. What, I, what does flip the tube mean? It entered my mind, like Pete Moss for you. No, but yours has context. It's a, oh, it's a dialogue the from they a were movie. Playing, they were playing a board game in Four Christmases. They were playing some sort of buzzer game in Four Christmases. Right. And for some reason, tube entered my mind, and then I thought, heard, flip the tube. Look at Maury lying in bed with tube on the mind. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Kissing Booth 3 is on Netflix right now. Have you seen it yet? I have not. No, I'm going to wait till, uh, till this weekend. I know Damon Moore watched it. Is it, it. it good, more? Yeah, it's a good end of the trilogy. Because Kissing Booth 1 was is still oh, one of so my good. favorite it's Netflix so movies good. they've ever done. Yeah. Um, Kissing Booth 2 ended on somewhat of a cliffhanger. That's true, it did, yeah. And I believe the last time, so Joey King, who stars in Kissing Booth. Um, she's awesome. She's joined us on the Raza Mocha show for every single movie. And I think it was during the last time we talked to her that she told us that they filmed... Season or episode or part two and part three, part two and part three, yeah. seamlessly back yeah. to back, so they could wrap up the whole thing yeah. and just keep it moving, right? Um, and this is it. This is the last one. Yeah, we're not getting any more. No, yeah, more. We talked to Joey King about this. Why does this have to be the last kissing booth movie? Why? And how hard was it to say goodbye to everybody when you guys finished? First of all, so hard to say goodbye to everybody. So many tears, but also like so much fun so so much fun just that we had such a great time the last night of filming and i just love everyone why does it have to be the last film because no one would watch it anymore probably if we just kept cranking them out right but i also what? think i think our characters have come to like a really really strong ending and i'm really happy with where we left off and you know i just, it's hard for me to say goodbye too i love these movies but i like i like where we left them but wasn't she dating her co-star and then they broke up and it like wasn't cool and all this other stuff, right? Yeah. There's like think, some real drama going on I think on it was behind. between part one and part two that they had broken up. <sighs> right. And they still had to film. And now- Two movies together. Two movies yeah. together. drama With your ex. Uh, but people love these movies, man. They really do. People love these Kissing Booth movies. Who was the most surprising person that told you in person or in your DMs that they loved these movies? Maybe another celeb. I don't know. Somebody must have slid into your DMs and been like, oh, my God, these are so good. Honestly, this is a great question. I was going to say two people. I was very excited when when Bo Burnham told me that he loved these movies. I, I met him a few years ago and he was so lovely. And then he texted me when his movies came out and he was like, I love that. It's like, wow. Um, and then I just like a random person that I met, I was on an airplane to Turkey one, one many moon ago. And this man sitting next to me later, I got revealed his, you know, age and life story. Cause we were like, well, we've got 10 hours to chat or whatever. 
Um, he was a 33 year old Turkish man who had recently spent some time in prison and he, he loved the kissing group movies. And I was like, listen, I am so happy <laughs> that you're telling me this right now. Also a little bit scared. Right? You meet somebody on a plane who tells you that they love your movies and they spent some time in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Staring at you. You know what I mean? And now here you are in the flesh. So my question, <laughs> yeah. Like, was this? You got me through some real rough times. Did he watch this movie while in, like, was it part like, of their movie while, nights? While incarcerated? Or you think nights? it was? Yeah, I guess some joint. You may have Netflix in some joints. Or do you Depending think on maximum, after? minimum, whatever it was. Right? Now, is this ex-con flying first class or is Joey King flying coach? That's what I want to know. <laughs> right? Because, you know. Uh, Damon Mori talking to Joey King for uh, Kissing Booth 3, which is on Netflix right now. Here's where things get weird. Right? Here's where things get weird. <laughs> Since the Kissing Booth was already done, that booth is taken. If you had to come up with another booth idea, what would be your booth idea? I have an example, but I want to hear what you say first. I literally just popped in my mind, Biscuit Booth. Oh. Biscuit Booth. I was going to say Wet Willy Booth. <laughs> oh, boy. That's no fun. <laughs> Or who? Wet willies from your siblings who's like in the middle of a nap. That's the worst. When you're napping and you just feel a wet finger in your ear. Like, I hate wet willies, but that's a great booth idea. I mean, who wouldn't who wouldn't go to that? You. <laughs> I wouldn't go to that. I would right. do a biscuit booth though. I'll make you homemade biscuits. Come right on down. Okay, how biscuit wet willy. Okay. <laughs> But my idea, but, but my idea, um, if you had a, if there was a wet willy booth now, would you walk up and give the person behind the booth a wet willy or would they give you a wet willy? No, I think they would have to give you the wet willy. So it's not a bunch of people all lined up to give one person a wet willy because that ear oh. will get wet. Yeah, that's right. That's a one wet willy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So we all know we've talked openly before uh, about how much you spend in the bathroom, Ross. Yeah, an exorbitant right. amount of time. A ton of time. It's my favorite spot in the house. And your family's cool with it. They know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what sure. would you say is the maximum amount of time that you, or what's typical for you on a daily? Like on a Saturday? Sure. When I have like time to kill? I'll I'll put in an hour in the morning. Okay. Easily. Family knows you're there. Easily. I started putting my uh putting a coffee in a Yeti mug just so it didn't get cold while I was no, in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, now I have hot coffee the whole time. It's glorious. Uh a woman went on Reddit to vent anonymously. So I don't know her name. I don't know where she lives. Don't even know her husband's name. I think she gave him a fake name, Josh. Oh. Uh saying that her husband spends too much time in the bathroom. Okay. As he makes several 45-minute trips a day to just, quote, pee. Okay. Four to five times a day. And she reached her breaking point when they went to a restaurant together. Oh, and it's he not left. Me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he went. They went to the restaurant. And before he went to the bathroom, she says, and I quote, I gently reminded him that we were at a restaurant. Therefore, he shouldn't take too long inside the bathroom. Right. He made a face and told me to knock it off because he'd be back in a minute. Okay. 
after 20 minutes, the woman started calling his phone. She started calling her husband's phone. Right. And she even went to the bathroom because he wasn't answering. And she even went to the bathroom to check on him. Yeah. To see if he was okay. And he was. He was like, I'll be out in a sec. Right? So she went back to the table. Food arrives. He's still not back at the table. She then said, I called his phone one last time after I was finished, but he hung up on me. I was very upset. So she ended up eating her meal, Mm -hmm. her portion of the meal, by herself. She said, I just asked the waitress to split the bill. I paid, left a tip, and I walked out. And then she continues in this anonymous post on, on Reddit. He pitched a fit and gave a lecture about how selfish I was to abandon him, therefore uh, uh, abandon him, <laughs> even though I called and he hung up on me. Yeah. But he said that his battery died. He also said that he thought our meal was going to take time. So he went to use the bathroom and uh, I should have waited for him a little longer after I notified him about the meal, but I was too selfish. At first, I thought maybe this guy has some sort of medical condition. You might go easy on him. But no, this is a, your husband doesn't love you. And he'd rather be in the bathroom on his phone. On, at a restaurant. Yeah. Like when he's avoiding you, when he's spending whatever four hours a day or whatever it is at home in the bathroom. Yeah. Right? That's worrisome. But when you guys go out to a restaurant and he can't even stand to sit across from you at a, at a table out for dinner and he has to go to the bathroom order food imagine or i'm gonna or we'll order food and then i'm gonna disappear and you text me when the food arrives yeah and i'll come and back I'll, and, and eat back another and moment eat. for us to not be able to communicate right. with one another yes and then we leave yeah what's he um, doing in yeah, there though but, does it but say what he's doing no, in there like is he, is he playing games she is doesn't he doing, know no? she doesn't know and people were commenting on this reddit post uh, yeah. saying maybe he multiple things. Maybe he was on his phone. Maybe he's addicted to his phone. Maybe he was playing games. Maybe he was yeah. watching porn. Maybe he's got OnlyFans where his people pay Ugh. tons of money to just watch him sit on the toilet. Ugh. No, thanks. Right. Uh, but then there were people, you because you mentioned maybe it's a, like a medical thing, right? Yeah. And he's like too embarrassed to talk about it w- with, with your wife, wife or anything like that. Yeah. People were coming up with what the potential excuses or right. reasons for him being in the bathroom so much. Right, eats a lot of cheese. Who so knows, much in the day. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he he doesn't love her. Uh, it's it's complete avoidance, and that's not my case. So don't lump me in with this guy. I would have been quite happy had you not brought up my bathroom habits. <laughs> no, okay? but you're not forty five minutes. No, a, you know per like times five times a day. Well, let's let's not get into my habits again. Okay. <laughs> Right? Okay? But, like, Catherine will whip the door open, give me a kiss while I'm sitting there before she has to go to work. Aw, kiss yeah. and a hot coffee. Yeah, Look kiss at you. Exactly. Yeah. Bras and mochas fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Jada. What's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz and Mocha. Hey. How are you? Good, good. How old are you? I am 24. 24. So, as a 24-year-old, young 24-year-old... What is going on in your life? What's the biggest stress you're dealing with? So I just moved in with three girls, but I'm doing all of the work. Oh, you just moved in with three girls and you're doing all the work. You wrote this, Mocha Fix My Life. We all get on nice, but I seem to be the only one that does most of the housework. I'm constantly cleaning and I become the mom of the house and I feel like it's making me withdraw from the group and isolating me. What do I do? Have you... Talk to them about this already? Um, we're supposed to have like a group, like a house meeting at the end of the month. 
Um, but I've said things like in the moment, but I feel like I'm just kind of repeating myself, but I don't want to like become like a nag. Mm-hmm. So like it makes me uncomfortable to like keep on like repeating stuff. So, so when you do bring it up though, what are they saying? They're just like, oh yeah, I'll do it. And then either they'll do it or they won't do it. So like, when, oh, okay. when you say doing all the work, like break down the work that you are doing that they are not doing. So I'm taking out all of the garbages, the garbages, recycling, compost. I'm constantly sweeping. I'm constantly wiping down like the tables, I'm putting away like glasses that are left everywhere, cleaning like the mirrors and stuff. The the problem that you run into is, and have is this all the first time that these other girls have all lived on their own as well? Um, just one of them. Everyone else has moved out before. Really? Oh, wow. Interesting. And sometimes this happens. Sometimes you meet great people who you get along with and you don't know how comfortable they are sitting in their own filth. Yeah. And you don't know how comfortable they are letting somebody come in who was a friend but now becomes the mama. And you don't know how comfortable they are completely freeloading off the kindness and hard work of someone else. And that's the kind of thing that ruins friendships fast. Like it really does. Mm -hmm. And especially because there's four of you in that house Mm. and Mm -hmm. you don't even have the option to not clean up after them because people tend to get real passive aggressive in these situations where they're like, Uh fine, I'm only going to clean up my mess. And when people yeah. people come over to the house and your garbage is everywhere, I'm going to look at my friend and go, hey, sorry for the mess. Deborah doesn't like to clean up after herself. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you tend to get passive aggressive in these in these situations. Is there anything that could motivate them? I'm always I always say this when it comes to, to housework is that um, the chores should be divided up first and foremost between what people are good at what you're best Mm -hmm. at because when you're best at it you may take a little bit of pride in doing something and when you see that initial accomplishment it may motivate you to do something that maybe you don't like as much but motivating three people is a very difficult thing do you think jada that um in this environment and knowing the personalities of everyone if something as stupid as coming up with a schedule on uh, what tasks get done by which individuals on which weeks or days that you guys decide? Like, do you think something like that would work out? That's what I proposed in the beginning. And then everyone was all like gung-ho and excited. And they're like, no, we have a house. We'll take care of it. And then I was like, no, we should do this because if all else goes wrong, we have a schedule. So things still get done. So like if we're ever out of sync, there's no reason things shouldn't get done. And everyone just kind of thought I was being like type A and like being too much. And now I think they're realizing this whole like, yeah, we'll take care of the house. Everyone will do their part isn't working. So I'm going to propose that again. But they but they have they have to care, though. Like they they have to they have to want the place to be clean. What if you just started taking all their crap and throwing it in their room? Jada. Oh, my God. She finally died from housework. <laughs> maybe. Oh, oh yeah. No, maybe she's one gone. of the other girls. Oh, you know what? You think maybe so? Maybe one of the other girls yep. heard her yep. talking smack about them to us. I bet you that's what happened. And then they uh, nixed out the line. I bet you that's what happened. Yeah. I bet you. I bet you one of the things that they dropped the ball on was paying the phone bill. <laughs> well, there you go, Jada. Um, if you can still hear us. Uh, oh, she's there. Oh, okay. We got to say goodbye real quick to uh, her then. Hey, Jada, you didn't get, like, ambushed by your roommates just now, did you? (laughs) 
No, the call failed. Okay. Um, I Sorry would say I would say the, the couple things you could try real quick before we let you go. Uh, what about mm-hmm. uh, trying things at a different pace? What about if you cracked open a bunch of, you know, came home with three bottles of wine, stuck them on the table, and right beside those three bottles of wine was a bottle of Lysol and uh, two rolls of paper towels and said, ladies, let's get hammered and clean this bitch. Um, maybe, but then my concern is if that's my thing all the time, I'm going to be spending a lot of money. Like, are they pushing <laughs> for these bottles? Yeah, you know? but, but, <laughs> but then here's the thing is that if you can't motivate somebody to, you know, clean the bathroom, maybe you can motivate somebody to say, hey, uh, who's got the three bottles this week? Somebody may be motivated to bring home three bottles of white just so you guys can clean rather than saying, hey, who's doing the bathroom today? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Okay. I don't know. You got three. You got three filthy people you got to wrangle. Like, that's tough. It's yeah. not just one. You got three. Mm-hmm. It's like you're living yeah. on a farm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you can just move out. I just, this is my first month. I'm stuck for a year. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I would, I would figure. Bottles of wine it is. Yeah. Bottles of wine. And also ask them, ask them what they're good at. Ask them if there is anything. It all sucks, but ask them what they hate the least or enjoy the most. And then start from there. I think that that's how you motivate people is getting people to crush a small accomplishment. Because when you get one task done, it's going to motivate you to move on to the next. Okay. Right. Does that help Jada? Right. Um, I hope so. I think so. Thank right. you guys. Are you guys going to ask me? Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Okay, so Mocha, you're like my favorite like uncle that comes to the family reunion. Oh. And Roz, I think, okay, you're my favorite because, and you're going to like this, um, it's like Mocha's like a dog and you're like a cat. And when a cat chooses to love you or shows you affection, it's like that much more meaningful because like they like you because they like you. True. Not just because they're loyal. True. Yes. Yes. And what? I'm just like motivated by food? <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm the dog? Yeah, it's just in your nature. It's just in your nature to be yeah. super you, loving. You, you instinctively love, Mocha. You have to earn my love. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jada. Thank you, guys. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah, man. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news! A Roz and Mocha show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, J-Lo finally deleting A-Rod off all of her Instagram feed as well as unfollowed him. (gasps) Girl. I guess you can make it Instagram official at the beginning of a relationship when you go Instagram official with a picture of you and your sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. But you can also make it Instagram official at the end of a relationship because that's what she did. She just like... All full, full, clean, gone. That's quite the investment to go through and delete all the pictures. Man, like she that's didn't do that. investment. Like that she takes didn't time. do that. Somebody else did it yeah. for her. Do you think that she got people on her team? Do you think do she's that? sitting there and like going over? Oh my god! But this one picture is so good. <laughs> Save no, uh, <laughs> no. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm on the uh, E News website. And I haven't clicked these stories just because I don't know if my heart can handle it, but they have a trending now section where story number one and story number two. Okay. Story number one is Alex Rodriguez reveals how his daughters are coping after J-Lo split. Oh, no. That's so Story sad. number two is Jennifer Lopez's heartfelt gesture to Ben Affleck's daughters. Oh, no. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, those are both so very sad. Can you imagine J Lo almost your stepmom, and then you got to watch her immediately become some other girl's stepmom? Like, 
like immediately after. My heart, I haven't clicked on the stories. My heart can't handle. I don't want to know what the gesture after is. After having her in your life for four years like yeah, that? Yeah, and I don't want to know how, how A-Rod's daughters are coping. It is all far too sad for me. I oh, cannot, no. uh, I cannot deal, I cannot deal with that. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I got to go back and revisit this clip of Don Cheadle and Kevin Hart. So oh Kevin Hart God. was interviewing Don Cheadle on his Heart to Heart show. And Don mentions his age and Kevin reacts with shock and then things get awkward. And so we'll listen to the clip and then we're going to come back and discuss. But at the same time, like I said, and me, you know, I'm 56 years old. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because it was a sorry. thought. No, no, seriously. It was Dude, a thought. It was I'm a not, thought, and I blurted it out. I'm I did fine. not mean it that I'm not, way. I'm fine. Okay, but just not, understand, I didn't mean it the way it came let's, out. We'll take a poll on how you meant it Ooh, with I'm, people here later after the show's over, but... I can sit up here and honestly say, buddy, that yeah, that was from yeah, a place yeah. of love. Got it. Like, damn. Oh, that was from... Like, damn. You didn't... If we could play it back right now... Play it back? These are two different dams. Play it back in slow motion. There yeah. wasn't no... I damn. said, I said... There was no, like... Wow, that's, I that's said, amazing. damn. No, you said the word damn. Do you want me to tell you how you said it? I know how I said it, Don. Do you want me to say it back to you how I think you said it? Go ahead. Damn. Not not true. Fam. Not true. Fam. I said. Kevin. I said, damn it. <laughs> Each time you said it, now it's gotten quieter and quieter. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's a goof. Don Cheadle's comedy is better than Kevin Hart's in that clip. You know, I'm 56 years old. Damn. <laughs> right? Don Cheadle's delivery yeah. is... Well, he kept with it, right? Bro, like kept- Don, Don Cheadle is so talented that you ask him to go up against anybody in anything to the point of where they say, go and like, like strip years off of Kevin Hart's life yeah. by being funnier and more deadpan than he can be. Oh, yeah. And he did it. Because he didn't break. No. At all. At made, all. That's what makes it so funny. <laughs> at all. When <laughs> Kevin Hart's like, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Now. I think he also called him buddy. Yeah, buddy. Come on, buddy. <laughs> come on, buddy. Come on, come on, buddy. I said, yeah, so I, I, I said, damn it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm 56 years old. Damn. <laughs> uh, and what makes those two brilliant is that I that I don't that wasn't even planned. Like that's just the no. two of them just improving like two two masters. It's uh it's awesome. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, back in 2014, Matthew McConaughey um, admitted that he did not wear deodorant. Mm-hmm. And has never worn deodorant, never worn deodorant or cologne or anything like that. And uh, he had said at the time, quote, the women in my life, including my mother, have all said, hey, your natural smell smells like one, like a man, and two, smells like you. Uh, so no deodorant for Matthew McConaughey. What happens on those sweaty days? Well, like- he sweats. If you remember, there was one awards show where he won and he went up in a tan suit, a suit, yeah. and he sweat through this suit. Do you know how much you have to sweat to sweat through a shirt and all those layers of the armpit of a suit jacket? I know, I know. Like, you have to really be sweating. And he like, lives really be sweating. Texas, right? Texas, yeah. Oh. Yo, yeah. It's like 100 degrees every day. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. You can't tell me Matthew McConaughey does not stink even a well, little bit. Other people, so uh, um, Yvette Nicole Brown from Community worked with Matthew McConaughey years ago on Tropic Thunder, and she was talking about this recently as to, you know, whether Matthew McConaughey stinks or not. I remember that Matthew McConaughey said that he did not use deodorant, 
and that he didn't have an odor. So my first thought was, I'm going to get as close as I can to him to see if he's right. He smells like granola and good living. <laughs> That's all wow. I can say. He has a sweet, sweet scent that is just him, and it's it's not musty or crazy. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's a sweet smell. I don't know. What's he eating though? I don't know. I think that like he, to be like that. I don't. I don't know. Like I. And that's if, years and years. Like if I get out of the shower, I have a window of about ninety seconds in the summer. If oh. I get out of the shower, where if I don't put deodorant on and I start to smell, I will have to go back in the shower. Like I have to apply immediately. Otherwise, mm. it it is like it smells so bad. Like, really bad. Like, I don't know have what you, your window is. Have you talked to a doctor about that? No, it's just smell. Oh. It's just B.O. Like, I get B.O. But I can talk to a doctor about B.O.? Yeah, after a shower? Yeah. No, like, if I go take a shower and I wash everything, right? Yes. Like, if I wash my pits, wash everything, quote, unquote. If I wash, <laughs> if I, okay, if I wash my, if I wash, when I wash my armpits, uh-huh. right? Which are two things that I do wash in the shower. Okay. Okay, if I wash my armpits and then I like get out of the shower and I dry off. If I go outside and start sweating, or if I go upstairs and I sit down, or if I go realistically, I'm going to go sit in the bathroom for an hour, right? If I do that and I start sweating, and if I start sweating and stink starts happening, uh, there's no getting, like, I can't mask that oh, after that, that point. point. you'll have to shower. I'll have to shower again, right? Oh. So I got like 90 seconds on a hot day where otherwise I just, it's a whole vicious cycle. And I do not smell like, what did she say, granola and sweet freedom? Yeah. No, I don't smell like that. <laughs> I don't. I smell Ugh. like, um, like, no, yeah. Dutty nastiness. Like, like I, yeah, right? <laughs> All of it. All of it. Yeah. I, yeah, I smell like, I smell like, uh, like raccoon and prison towel. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bro, yeah. that's so gross. <laughs> no offense to either of those things, by the way. Okay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Val Kilmer, there's a great documentary on Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Val Kilmer, so Val Kilmer, Iceman from Top Gun. Uh, Val Kilmer, his first movie he did was a movie called um, Top Secret, which was very much like, remember the airplane movies? How oh, it was yeah. like, like over, spoof the, comedy. over the top spoof comedy, uh-huh. slapsticky kind of things. So he did that, and then he did another movie called uh, Real Genius. And then, of course, he was a Batman. Yeah. Right. And I don't think Val Kilmer ever falls too high on people's best Batman list. He's sort of down the bottom with George Clooney. Uh, until you mentioned it, I completely yeah. forgot he was See, Batman. You forgot, right? But yeah. he was in that same world, that sort of Joel Schumacher world of uh, Batman. But anyway, there's a great documentary uh, called Val on Amazon Prime. Mm. And it takes you through, it's Val Kilmer um, taking you through his entire life, where his childhood, everything else, he went to Juilliard. He was the youngest student ever to go to Juilliard acting school um, in uh, in New York. And it's really fascinating. But the thing with Val Kilmer is that he got cancer and it ruined his voice, right? So there's three clips in there, right? So I'm going to play you a clip of old Val Kilmer from one of his movies. So this is how Val Kilmer used to sound. I, well, I'm not in shock. Yeah. I'm just happy. Well, that's great. This is me happy. Okay. Um, and then... After the after the cancer happened, when you see Val Kilmer in the documentary, he has one of those things in his throat that he has to put his finger on in order to in order oh, to, yeah, to breathe yeah. and talk. So this is how Val Kilmer sounds um, when talking in the documentary. I 
very so, difficult to understand. It's very still. difficult. So then, poor guy. You know, like deep fakes and all that stuff. Yeah. They took all of Val Kilmer's movies and everything that he's ever said publicly. They put them all in a computer and they manufactured a Val Kilmer voice, no. so he can now type into something. Yeah. And this is the voice that comes out. I was struck by throat cancer. No. Stop Listen to it. this. Listen no! to this. Listen to this. Listen. I was struck by throat cancer. After getting treated, my voice as I knew it was taken away from me. What? People around me struggle to understand me when I'm talking. But despite all that, I still feel I'm the exact same person. Still the same creative soul. The soul that dreams ideas and stories constantly. Oh my God, hold on a second. But now I can express myself again. I can bring these dreams to you and show you this part of myself once more. A part that was never truly gone. Just hiding away. So they yeah. took... That's, they not his, able, that's not a real person talking. No, no, no. They were able to take Val Kilmer dialogue from movies, appearances, interviews, and put them into this computer. So when Val Kilmer types on the computer, these are the sentences that come up. Yeah, but these words you're hearing right now... Are okay, Val Kilmer words. No, they're not. They're not his words. They use his words as examples, and then the computer manufactures a voice so the inflection is right. Because that's my question, is no. how were they able to perfect the inflection of when yeah. to start a sentence, when to yes. end a sentence, or when to add... This this is this is emotion deep, to yeah, work. This is deep fake technology, basically. But now they're using it to help out a cancer patient Hold on, I gotta hear who this again. lost his voice. I was struck by throat cancer. After getting treated, my voice as I knew it was taken away from me. People around me struggle to understand me when I'm talking. But despite all that, I still feel I'm the exact same person. Like Isn't that crazy? On. Isn't that beautiful though? Wild, huh? Out of all the terrible things that deep fakes and all that tech has done to people, mm -hmm. right? Like this is the the sort of win for all that. It gave Val right? Kilmer his voice back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Watch God. the documentary though; it's beautiful. Where is it on on Amazon Prime? Okay, yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Lady Gaga's dog walker. Remember him, Ryan Fisher? Yeah. So he's launched a GoFundMe to help cover the costs of a road trip that he's taking to heal his, quote, emotional and mental health. Uh, Ryan shared that the van that he's been traveling in for two months is broken down and needs financial support. Uh, he explained that his priority is getting a van and exploring this country while seeking out communities that support the process of growing from trauma. He goes on to say, uh, for me, this includes retreat centers, trauma programs, queer healers, uh, creatives, and spiritual leaders. As of last night, I don't know what it's currently at, but last, as of last night, what's that? Three grand. Three grand. So it's three grand right now. He's looking for $40,000. Holy. But doesn't seem like people are coming out for him. And if you remember, because the conversation, if you get into the comments, is why doesn't Lady Gaga just, you know. Pay, pony up the money? Pony up the money. It was, you know. He was walking her dogs. He got shot. Should she have to, right? Maury, you say yes. I don't think so. I, I, I'm on the fence about it. Like, I'm... Like, the only okay. okay, the only thing that makes me think that Lady Gaga should throw this guy some money mm -hmm. is that she offered up half a million dollars for the dog's return. Yeah, so you're willing to give up that money. Right. Absolutely. I think for proper treatment, stuff like that, but like if she you're did doing... Pay, she paid his medical bills. When oh, he was in okay. the hospital. Sure. 
when she was okay, in the hospital. Okay, so maybe treatment after. But like, if you're going on a like, you decide that you're going on a road trip, and right? You want to go and but visit, he's, but these he's also other but places. he's also broke. Like he says that he's homeless. The reason he's living in a van is because he's homeless. Well, then let me help you locally, sir. Right. <laughs> so you you say no, Mocha? That Lady Gaga shouldn't be paying. Not for this particular trip. Okay, but let's not for... look at this. Let's not look at this as a trip. Okay, let's look at this. Is that he's broke and he's yes. homeless, and the trip is a result of that. It's not a I need to go and get away this is I have no other choice can he get all of that help locally I think that this is because (laughs) he needs something to sort of like this traumatized him this is a mental healing thing after that horrific accident just repeating everything he he said no but that's why I think Lady Gaga just fork over the money let him experience what he wants to experience and then come back and walk dogs so what do you mean locally like you don't want him to leave like you don't want to go go out of state like I'll pay your your, I'll pay for you to like get an apartment in California but I'm I'm not not going to pay for your van in Wyoming yeah, I'm not going to pay for you to go on vacation. Okay. Oh, I got it. You know what it. I'm saying? It's looking a little too vacation-y, right? Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Like, there okay. are healers here okay. that we could you. link you up with, sir. <laughs> you know? So, but people are split as to whether Gaga should be paying for this guy's, I don't know, I guess his life? Like, when do you, how much do you pay and when do you stop just paying? buy the van. That's the problem. Oh, just, so you just say buy the guy guy the, You want the van, here's the van. Right, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, but uh, yeah, three mm. grand, he's, uh, he's looking- to fix- the van. Okay, well, anyway, <laughs> he's looking for 40. He's looking for 40 grand. So I'm guessing around somewhere in there is going to fix the van and get him to the retreats that he needs to get to because that stuff doesn't sound cheap to me. Queer healing does not sound like it's yeah, a discounted. No, ex- it's no, very sounds very expensive to very, me, right? Very niche, glamorous. very expensive, glamorous, even more, he says. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, do you remember the Star Wars Christmas special? Did you ever see that? I know we've talked about no. it a couple of times. I heard about it. You never saw it. Uh-uh. And I know now, like in modern times, you think that every time a big property happens, the marketing around it is crazy. Like, remember when we were kids, every big movie had a Burger King tie-in. Sure. Or there's some sort of like tchotchkes and all the toys and everything else. And you forget that the extremes of that actually happened much earlier, which is in 1980 when Star Wars was a big hit. They decided to do a Star Wars Christmas special. Mm. And it was awful. Like, it was terribly... Like legendary awful. It was legendary awful, right? Uh-huh. Um, but there was a, an album for it, and it turns out that John Bon Jovi one of the first singing gigs he ever had in his life was on the soundtrack to the Star Wars Christmas album what? on a song called R2-D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. We look up at the winter star We know that's where you are Our chimney's big and round So you can come right down And if our wish comes true um, okay, This is oh, Bon Jovi? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah our hearts will sing with glee as we decorate the Christmas tree. Why do we do we wish you a Merry Christmas? Why do we do we love you? It's true. Oh my God! What the? That's hell? Star Wars. That's Star that's, Wars. That's John Bon Jovi. Yes. Yeah. 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 Singing R two D two. We wish you a Merry Christmas. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Barbara Streisand has a lot to say about Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper as a star is born. 
I thought that after movie, all this time. After all this time, I know. I thought that movie was great, but for Barbara Streisand, it was a little too close to the original that she was the star in. Oh, that's so. Why. This is Babs. At first, when I heard it was going to be done again, it was supposed to be um, Will Smith and Beyonce, and I thought that's interesting. You know, really make it different again, different kind of music. You know, integrated actors. I thought that was a great idea, so I was surprised when I saw how alike it was to the version that I did in 1976. I thought it was the wrong idea. And look, it was a big success, so who, I, I can't argue with success. I don't care so much about success as I do originality. Damn, Ooh. so were you two years ago when this movie I know, came out? I know. Talking all this I, stuff. <laughs> it's like she wrote it on a piece of paper. It was like, remember to <laughs> throw shade at this movie. But way later. Yeah, and then she just found the note now. She's like, oh, yeah. Now I remember. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Time to answer some questions. We'll go to the phones first, as we always do. Hello, Jason. Hello. What's going on with you? Oh, not too much. How are you guys doing? Good. Your phone is phone very, is terrible, very, man. very muffled. What do you? Are you on Bluetooth? What's going on? No, I'm just uh, walking down the street. Can you, you walk it down the street? Talk, talk, talk like right into your phone. Like yeah. hold it right out in front of your mouth. Is that better? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you blow into the end? Maybe there's dust. Just go. Oh, what's that? I didn't. Hear, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't hear you blow anything. <laughs> She oh, said, bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So maybe just maybe just ask your question, and then we're gonna have to let you go. Okay, okay bro. Okay. Okay. Uh, What's your question? Uh, what is an unusual item you always have to have to stop at What is what is what is? Say that again. What is my what doing to my what? <laughs> what is an unusual item you always have to have in stock at home? What is an unusual item hmm. that you always have to have in stock at well, home? Well, now I'm kind of curious. What What's your answer, Jason? We'll try to decipher through your terrible phone connection. Uh, for me, it would be, uh, I would have to say confetti gun cartridges. Conf- confetti gun cartridges? Yeah. Why? Okay. Why? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I do uh, YouTube. I do gaming on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I got a channel called Don't Touch My Waffle. And uh, when I finish <laughs> the games, I usually use that to celebrate. So I'm going through a lot of it. Wow. Huh. Wow. How much confetti are you stocking at home? Oh, I probably have at least 20 cartridges just what? laying around. I go through at least 10 in a week. Uh, don't act like that's impressive to you. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> what? 20? What? You have no, you have no idea. Uh, you would think that somebody who's a, a YouTuber and gamer would have a better telephone. It's truly awful. Like, are you talking to us uh, through like some WhatsApp thing or something like that? No, no, this is just the phone. I, I have the S10, so I'm, I'm surprised it's actually. Uh, <laughs> you, have, what? Yeah. you know what it sounds. You know what you know what it sounds like. It sounds like you you were you were calling us right. And you also had to reach up for something on a high shelf. So you took your phone and you put it in your armpit. <laughs> hey, I have a question. And waited you, for us to answer. Is he wearing a mask? No, no, no. No, of course oh. not, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb question. Sorry. <laughs> confetti cannon. All right. Uh, okay. Wait, so. I, ju- oh, I have another question about these confetti cannons. How much are each one of those cartridges? I usually get them from, uh, it's like a privately owned dollar store. So it's usually about three or four dollars. Isn't a privately a owned dollar cartridge. store called a garage sale? No, no, no. It's just oh. a privately owned dollar oh. store. Oh, oh okay. I gotcha. Okay. So how much uh, a cartridge? Three bucks? Yeah, it's three to four dollars. You get about six shots out of it. What do you oh, wow. What do you fire it out of? Uh, it's a It's like a little plastic gun they come out of. Oh, cool. 
cool. I need one of those. Why don't I have one of those? How much are the guns? I think it was about six bucks to get the gun with two cartridges. What? Oh, I'm surprised you don't have that. Wait, wait, yeah. I'm really, like, interested now. That's right up my alley, a Um, confetti gun. Where do you buy them? Uh, This place was in uh, Liftool. (laughs) Okay. I assume you can get it on Amazon. This is impossible. (laughs) Yeah, you should be able to find them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Roz, do you have a a answer to Jason's question? What is an unusual (sighs) item that you always have to have in stock at home? Ah, Jeez, that's a real, like... I don't know if I have anything like beard lube. No, I don't use anything like that on my on my beard. I don't use products, right? Like I don't have anything like that. Also, it's you know it's not called lube, Maury. Don't try and sexualize my beard. Um, <laughs> for real, man. Beard balm, right? Or um, beard oil, or whatever. Mine says lube. Yours says lube. Sure. Yeah, it does tomorrow, go bring in the thing that says beard lube. No problem. Okay. 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 What what is what is it supposed to lube? Your beard. Uh-huh. What do you use at the lube? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have any unusual? Um, yeah. No, I'm trying to I'm trying to think because I don't have like a lot of unusual things. Well, at your cottage, don't you have like um, a uniform for anyone that comes to visit? Like isn't there a white shirt? Yeah, that's them? that's not unusual though. Yeah, I, I had yeah, I wanted to start a cult, right? So I bought <laughs> so I bought um, I bought matching oh no, what I find is that when you if, if people come over especially later in the summer or early in the spring it's always blazing hot during the day and then when the sun goes down it gets a little bit cooler and so i thought it would be cool if we had the exact same white hoodie in like all different sizes for anybody to wear whenever they wanted. Whenever somebody was like, ooh, I got a little bit chilly, instead of saying I want to leave or we should go inside, I just go and I get everybody a hoodie, and then by the end of the night, everybody's wearing identical white hoodies. Yeah, the cult hoodie. The, right, yeah. <laughs> and that's when, I, that's when I start my talk. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, what, do I, what do I need? I mean, lawn stuff, I, I all the time, like I can say something that is going to make no sense to you, but I always have to have humic acid on hand because I use it on the lawn, and it's very difficult for me to get and source so i buy it a lot um all the all the time as far as food stuff goes um shallots i use shallots more than anything else when i'm when i'm cooking yeah more than onion even um i find that i i will always be out of i'll always be out of shallots and the other thing that i i will not cook like if I don't have vegetable oil and mm-hmm. I'm starting, I'll go to the store and buy vegetable oil. Oh. I'll interrupt my cooking just to go and buy vegetable oil. Oh, wow. You now, stopped down, huh? Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know if that's unusual, I right? I think so. I, oh, also kebab sticks. Oh, yeah. We always, have always. I have kebab sticks in every girth and length. Uh, it's, I look like Maury's secret drawer at home, <laughs> right? I, I have kebab sticks in every width and length that you yeah. can. I have ones that are flat. Do you use them for meat? Do I? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so I always have kebab sticks. And Catherine doesn't like the kebab sticks. I They come in a big plastic case, right? I just rip the, the paper off the top, and then to keep that plastic thing in the side of the drawer. Mm. If Catherine sees that plastic thing inside the drawer, she sees that as the garbage those things came in. So she takes them all out of the plastic case and throws that into the garbage. So I literally have one drawer that if you have to go in for anything other than a kebab stick, you're getting stabbed. Because oh. now it looks like pickup sticks. Yeah. There's a 200 kebab sticks just lying on the bottom. So if you come over to my house and ask for your kebab, know that, they, <laughs> okay? know that they're not. 
not kept in a sanitary environment. Yeah. Hands uh, have been all over. <laughs> all over them. <laughs> but yeah, I would say kebab sticks I always oh, have to have man. on hand. And then if I'm ever in the store and I'll see like a new kind of kebab stick uh-huh. that's like a little bit wider or a little bit shorter than yeah. what I normally like to enjoy, I'll just keep buying kebab sticks. I'll go on Amazon and buy new kebab sticks. Really? Yeah. For some reason, I'm always afraid that I'm going to run out of kebab sticks. That's a really good question, by the way, Jason. Um, do you have an answer? Damn it, Maury. What is an unusual item that you always have to have in stock at home? I have so many boxes of lemon balm tea. So I have tons and tons of boxes of lemon balm the tea. The same company or same different, company. different companies' the, version of no, lemon balm tea? No, same company. Yeah. I, like, I'm worried that they'll eventually run out and I'll never, or they'll stop making it. Right. And I'll never get another lemon balm tea. Right. Uh, my freezer is stocked with smoke, packages of smoked salmon. Of course oh, it is. Gross. gross. Like I always so buy because it's seven ninety nine. It's not not a bad price. So anytime I'm driving home, I'm out, I'll get another package of. Yeah, but it's salmon. always going to be seven ninety nine though. You <laughs> no, don't have I, to load up on something that's always going to be the same price. <laughs> on the way home, I'm like, you know, I don't know if I have smoked salmon, so I'll go buy. <laughs> I know. Listen, listen to me. Like I'm looking at you like you're crazy. And I, I, you know, you know what I mean. Where I'll spend I'll spend seven dollars on Amazon and kebab sticks for a fourteen dollar delivery charge, yeah. <laughs> just because I think I might want to try them one day. Uh, Mocha, what's yours? Um, I would say not out of necessity. So like, I don't have to have these in stock at home, like your confetti cannon guns and, and ammo, Jason, but I would say pens and like pads of paper. I have an unusual amount because I would get them from like work or anytime I go, like when I was traveling Mm -hmm. and I go to a hotel, I always take a pen and whatever the pad of paper is there. Right. And I bring it home. Yeah. So I have, and like and like bags of pens and really? markers. I don't write on paper anymore. No? Was, no. I have I an excessive do. amount of, of little golf pencils. Why? Like anytime you go somewhere and there's golf, like I just keep bringing them home. Right. So we have like a cup full of golf pencils. You really enjoy putting something small in your hand, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you have like, you have mini, like mini everything. Like you love miniatures, right? Well, it makes me feel larger. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Great question. Thank you very much, Jason. No problem. All right. Later, dude. Here it is beside a pencil for scale. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that pencil is huge. <laughs> Already asks if, uh, if we have a favorite household chore, anything specific. Mine is vacuuming. I love vacuuming. You do, huh? Yeah, if I had to choose and like the stack of things that uh, need to get done, like cleaning-wise in the house, yeah. it's always going to be vacuuming. See, I don't mind vacuuming, but the problem is that Catherine bought this rug from, I don't know, like West Elm or something like that. And I swear to God, this son of a bitch is like two inches thick. Like yeah. it sits on the, it sits this high off the floor. Mm. It's impossible to vacuum. And when you vacuum it, you're only vacuuming up the rug itself. Like you're not even like oh, getting it gets dirt. hot. Yeah, so it fills a vacuum. You can't move the thing around. Like yeah. you can't push it. It's like so hard. Like you you grab a hold of the end and you just try and push it back and forth, and it doesn't want to go. So sometimes I find that it's easier for me to lay it flat down on the ground than get on my knees and wiggle it back and forth. <laughs> Is that the technique word? <laughs> Sounds about right. Anyway, I won't talk about vacuuming anymore. <laughs> yeah, Maury, do you have a, a favorite chore? Household chore? I hate chores. Yeah. Like I was trying to my while you were talking about shoving it around and lying it flat. Um, I was trying to think of what chores I like. I don't like dishes. I can't stand doing dishes. Laundry. I no. I, I like chores. things. That, I like things that have gratification. I don't like doing things that. Uh, 
you, you don't get to see your hard work, right? I like cleaning the sink. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a sink that's like dirty after a weekend with crap spilled in it and coffee grounds lining the bottom of it. Because when you clean that up, it sparkles. Yeah, right. Like, nice. I love cleaning the sink. Same thing with the toilet. Like, Ew. even even when you look at a toilet and you're like, yeah, the toilet's kind of clean. When you like start spraying down with the bleach and you get the little the 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 brush in there. Oh, yeah. And some paper towel on the top and shines it's like, like a mirror. Oh, shines. Yeah. The like, water looks so different. I like so taking different. the dishes out of the dishwasher when it's clean and putting them and putting them back in the cupboard okay i guess that's a chore sure yeah, yeah. no yeah. mine is still like because we vacuum we have two dogs in the house mm. so we oh, vacuum God, every right. day every new day. dog doesn't shed though no but here's the thing between the new Do dog that- and uh like he sheds like a, a little bit yeah. but the golden retriever tig the older oh one God, yeah. he sheds like crazy Do we're you vacuuming vac- every day do you vacuum the hardwood or do you swift for the hardwood no vacuum the hardwood vacuum, and then yeah. we swift for as well yeah, yeah. God, that's crazy it's a yeah. lot of work yeah that's a lot of work. But Is that they, guy still uh, on the phone with us or no? We let him go. Sorry. but these two, the the two dogs, the little one, the brand new one, and and the older one, when they get into like a playful, fighty mood, yeah. where their teeth like come out and they're gnawing at each other. There is, by the end of that, yeah. there is so much hair all Everywhere. over the place. Everywhere. Yeah. They're like clumps of hair all over the floor. Like we are legit vacuuming twice, maybe three times a day. And does Tig lose more when it's hot out? Like is he one of those dogs where like the warmer the weather goes, the sort of more coat he sheds? Uh, or is he no, just he consistent just all consistently, year? Consistently, yeah. yeah. And wow, after, especially after we give him a bath, How we are dry you him not off. hairy? Like you don't come in here. I never see a hair on you. Like Limbrush. You ne- is that what it is? I huh? keep one in the car. With I everything. keep one in my bag too. Really? Oh, yeah. God. I yeah, we have do that. so many oh. limb brushes all over the place. All over, I thought yeah. of a favorite chore. Which is? I love shredding old bills and stuff. We have a shredder at home. I love shredding things. Yeah, fair enough. If we asked Matthew what his uh, favorite chore was, would he say sleeping with you? See, I was going to say that about him. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't happen, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he didn't say it. No, <laughs> nobody will believe me. <laughs> uh, Shreya says, "What are your I love you stories?" I think we've talked about like this the before. first time yeah, you said started. it. Is that what you're? She's asking. Yeah, like the first time you said it to your current partner, or the first time you said it to anyone. No, I would say to your current partner. Oh, I actually don't remember the first time I told Catherine I loved her. No, no. Nope. Damn, Maury, you, you sure? remember the first uh-huh. time? You don't. Nope. He just said he doesn't well, I don't, like, I don't know. What do you want from me? No, but I thought he'd give you like a chance to think about it. Or no, I've, I've thought about it. No, I don't remember at all. Yeah, Maury? Our first time wasn't really the word I love you. The first time we said I love you was the word now. Like I. T- <laughs> so you didn't say I love you then? No, we said now. But that's not I love you. Yeah. The question is. The question is, is what are you your s- I love you stories? Yeah. Like, when did you say I love you? Oh, I, I don't remember when our first time. Oh, I say, look who doesn't no. remember. But I remember my first time saying now. But that's not I love you. No, but it meant I love you. But no, but it, no, it meant now. It doesn't mean I no, love you. No, but to us, it meant I love you. Okay. No, I thought you said, I thought the story was now meant now, like we'll we're be ready together. to be together yeah, now. Which not, to me it was means not, I love you. When you've told uh-uh. this story before, there yeah. was no, there it was, was no I love you. Yeah. Yeah. There was no I love so you. Much. Tell the story. Tell the story. So it's when Matthew was ready to be with me, to date me, because he's yes. getting over an ex. I said, just say now. Right. And then when Whenever you're ready, and then I'll I'll know that means that we'll be together. Right. You know, he never actually said now. He found a greeting card that says now is the right time, and he put it under my dinner plate when okay. we were out for dinner. Okay. And I lifted the plate to give it to the waiter. Right. And the card like now is the right time. Yeah. You know, waiters don't like that, eh? What, what is it? When what? you hand them the plate. Well, he was coming around to collect the yeah, plate. Yeah, that you just leave it there. Let them do their job. 
For real? They don't want you to hand you the plate. I thought that's helpful. No, not no. at all. Anyway, so... Uh, so <laughs> You're being rude now. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so And then uh, under the plate when I was rudely handing it to the yes, waiter. Yes, Sorry about that. Okay, but this, has, this, is, this is not even close to being in love. This was Matthew didn't want to date you, and he said now to wanting to date you. Yes. This was not we're in love. No, but I to me, I take it as a... I'm now with you. I love you. I'm ready to be no, with you. No, that's yeah, not that what this was. was at all. Because you weren't even dating. From, yeah. You're no, far n- from being in love at this point in okay, a relationship. Okay, so then I have no answer. Right. So, <laughs> uh, Mocha, do you, do you remember the first time you told Jenny you loved her? I do. Early on, It was on, one huh? month after yeah. we had uh, started dating. It was actually less than a month after we started dating. And we were laying in the bed, yeah. and we were just talking about, um, like, how we feel about each other and, like, what the future looks like. And uh, this was before I asked her to move in with me, but I did say, because I knew, I said, I love you. And she mm-hmm. said it back. Did you say it first? You said it first, right? I said it first, yeah. Really? yeah but do you remember back, the first really? time you said now? No, Maureen. Nobody's, it's, it's not a thing. It's not, <laughs> you're not advancing this conversation at all. Also, you don't even remember. Like, Matthew didn't even say it. He had, a, had it on I a know, card. I know. He didn't even write it on a piece. not even his own handwriting. <laughs> yeah. Right? It got, it bought a Cosmo and just like cut, cut letters out of it. Stuck it on the back of the dentist business card. There we go. Romantic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, Tony says here, Roz, I don't yeah. recall if you ever told us, did you ever resolve the window in your shower issues? Uh, you wanting to get it tinted. Yeah, so it is tinted, right? Mm. It is. This is the uh, I did a renovation, right? I did a renovation at the cottage, and I really wanted because where the bathroom is on that side of the house, it's like there's nothing there, right? It's just trees in the summer with leaves, and they're they bloom, and it's beautiful. And then in the winter, you're just looking down into a ravine, like there's no people or anything like that. And I thought it would be cool in the shower to have like a giant floor to ceiling window in the shower. So when you're in the shower, you can just stare out and look at things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they brought the glass and they gave me like two way glass. Like they have it like in the cop shows yeah. where like you're sitting behind and you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But at night and stuff, like when the, it's dark outside and lights are on the inside, you can sort of see through. Oh, you can. Yeah. Like a little, a little. But, but do you it, have to like really, really stare? Like if you quickly uh, look, do you just see kind of silhouette? Yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> or can to you be, see a little bit? Okay. To like a little on- bit of skin. To be honest with you, uh-huh. to be honest with you, I haven't really um, tried it. I'm only going by what the guy told me. Keep in mind, I've had this glass in there for like six, seven months now. Okay. And I won't try it because I don't want Catherine uh. to think that you can see in. Gotcha. <laughs> right? So hold on. So, so the glass is not in or it is in? No, the glass is in. So is anyone using that shower? I do all the time. But he just hasn't tested it. Yeah. Oh, you haven't like... Then, but okay, Catherine, okay, okay. Catherine thinks Yeah, that, okay. So okay. it goes like this, though, in the bathroom, though, okay? It goes that wall with the big window. Yeah. Mm. Then it goes shower stall mm. with, a, with a clear glass pane. Yeah. Then it goes toilet. Yeah. Okay, oh. so whether you're in the shower or on the toilet, the potential. Okay, is to see everything. The, the potential is to see everything at night. Yes. And you've not when yeah. she's on the toilet, you've not run outside to see if you can see. No, in the day you cannot. Oh. Like there's no way. And at of, night of you've looking. not gone out to see. I will not. No, yeah, no, no, because I don't want to know either. Yeah, but right? that's what the problem now is. If a guest comes over, they're going to be the ones to be like, like um, did you know? No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. But no. like Roxy or like. Well, she they've never care. no 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 but they've never like the two of them 
said, hey, I'm going to go outside and check and tell me what you see? No. Okay. No, no, because they're like, can you see through that? And I'm like, no. They're like, okay, cool. They believe me. They trust yeah. me because that's what you do with a family. You trust <laughs> each other. I have no, I have no idea. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So did I get it resolved? Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny says here, what daily or weekly situation stresses you out the most? What daily or weekly situation stresses me out the most? Um, Work is really the only thing that I have as a stress in my life. Uh-huh. Like I don't have anything. I don't have anything else. I don't have any other sort of weekly obligations that uh, that stress me out really at all. Mine is sleep. Sleep stresses you out? Yeah. Is whether or not I'm going to get, get enough. enough of yeah. sleep that night. Because I always think ahead to the next day and like everything that I know I want to do, yeah. whether it's for work and then after work. So I want to make sure I get enough sleep because I know I'm not going to be able to sleep during the day. So huh. I'll get to bed at a certain time. And if I have in my mind, okay, I want to be in bed at like 8.15. And if I'm in bed, even if it's like by 15 minutes, if I'm in bed yeah. at like 8.30 or even 8.45, then at that point, when I'm falling asleep, I'm stressed yeah. out because I'm yeah. like, great, I just screwed up my day for tomorrow. Yeah, no, that that is stressful. That that's totally stressful. I I stress less about sleep just because I'm I know pretty much how much sleep I'm going to get. Um, but work stuff, like it's just volume. Like the mm-hmm. only thing that stresses me out is volume. But even then, I'm not like I'm not under a ton of traffic. Like I'm not under a ton of stress. Traffic stresses what are you talking you about, out? bro? Like sometimes traffic. Like if I'm trying to get down a road or something, or trying to drive home or something. Yeah, I, I think traffic is a good. But stress. Yeah, tra- I mean, traffic does stress. But you mm. drive it like in, either in the middle of the night or at like eleven o'clock in the morning. I know, but the road I go down, it's there's like construction all the time and if i catch a, a constant reds oh my god if you get every red don't even get me started yeah, but you live like 10 minutes Ryan's away from here more, more. You, you you don't have to go on a highway uh-huh at all you're me you're just like side roads the hey, whole I way don't home judge your stresses like if you want if you went up on top of this building you could easily see the top of your building yes. absolutely like you can oh, see sure. your house from work i know <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> right. Someone, I see instead it. of taking 10 minutes it takes you 15 minutes to get home and i see it i'm like oh my god how okay, am i not how there long, yet? how long is your commute general Home or here? Home. Home, mm, 10, 12 minutes. Okay. Oh, and, my and, God. Okay, yeah, yeah. And here, coming in in the morning? Like six L- minutes. Less, yes, yeah. less. Yeah. Oh, so stressful. <laughs> See, I was also going to so say my daily to-do list stress stresses Which me Which is out. what? Is it because like stuff, you don't do it? No, no, like I try and get through everything. Like stuff I have to book for the show, blah, blah, blah. Oh, 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 for here, not in life. No, but, no, there's uh, but, nothing but on my to-do yeah, list for yeah, life. I'm sure, that would, I'm sure that would be stressful. Yeah. Yeah, I get Oh, that. and before COVID, clo- like making sure that if I'm not at home that the internet browsers are closed. Right. That that should have been what I said first. Yeah, that used to be your biggest stress. Yeah. You could see it in your face all morning here. You'd be working wondering if you deleted your history. <laughs> and now, because Matthew's working from there's home, no he's history. on that, there's he's no, on that no computer, history. Huh? There's, there's no, no history. There's no history. Yeah. I'm surprised that you didn't buy a laptop, just like a, a couple hundred dollar Windows laptop and just keep it between the mattresses at home so you get a little something. <laughs> I have my work one, but everything's blocked company-wide. <laughs> How do you know? Oh, because I've tried, oh, and then yeah. a big red warning <laughs> comes up. Wait, does Matthew use your, because uh, the, the computer at home, it's a family computer, right? Yeah. Like, does Matthew use your or that family computer for Stuff. things? Oh, all the time. So he has oh. his work <laughs> computer. He has, he's no, no, running no, no. on two he computers. No. Does he use that the way you used to use that? No, not at all. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Even so, when he closes the door and he says he no, needs No, he uses privacy? his cell phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? How do you know? Have you looked? No, he tells me. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh. 
And it's so funny that Matthew's like open, you yeah. know, with like his fantasies and what he, you know, gets turned on by everything else. And Maury hides everything. Because it's completely, that's different. He will say it, he'll be open and I could don't care. Yeah. If I said, oh, I watched, you know, uh, an adult video on my phone, be like, yeah. oh, is there something you want to talk? Like he oh, completely different. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, Matt says, <laughs> how many times do you use a towel before washing it? Oh, that's a good question. I'd on, say what? A week. on what? On what? <laughs> on what? Oh, I what assumed you, you meant like showering, a, like, like a bathing towel. Like a bathing towel, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd uh, say a week. Yeah, we use ours like it, at the end of the week, it gets washed. Do you hang yours when you're done showering? Yes. Do you hang it on the back of the door or do you mm. remove it from the bathroom, let it dry, and then put it back behind the door? Where do you hang it to dry? I put it on the dining room chair. <laughs> what? Yeah. You take it out of the I bathroom. String it I, knew, I knew. I knew. This is why I asked. I knew. I knew that like that towel goes outside the bathroom <laughs> and hangs on a piece of furniture to dry across so two right? chairs. Across the back of two chairs. Yeah. Yep. I knew it. So you don't do that. No. Wait. No. Does Matthew do that too? Uh, no. His hangs behind the door. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because no, he said we have mine like, smells for some reason. Mine gets for really some stink. reason. <laughs> um, and I, I'm sure I just there are multiple reasons. Well, yeah. I just say it's my European roots. Right. He also has European roots. Right. I don't. You don't. Jeez, <laughs> um, uh, it's. I don't even know. I I don't know because if I take a shower, and I use the towel that's hanging on the sort of door of the shower, right? If I take that. I will sometimes hang that back over the door of the shower. But if Catherine comes down right after me to take a shower, mm -hmm. she will remove that one because you can feel that it's wet. And I don't mm -hmm. know what she does with it after that. But we just cycle through. We have a stack of like 40 towels that are all the same white towel. So how often they get washed, how often they get switched out, how often I'm using a dirty towel, how often I'm using a brand new clean towel, no clue. Do you share it? Like if you shower and you're... Dried off? Do you? Does, will Catherine use that same towel? Um, it depends you guys on how. Share like toothbrushes and stuff. Well, no, not anymore because she went all fancy with her electric toothbrush that gets mad at you if you don't brush long enough. <laughs> I, I want no. I want no business. I want no part of that world. Uh, but no, I still have my same regular toothbrush in the. There's wires and cables and everything. Like it's it's my bathroom. There's so many things that need to be plugged into two little things <laughs> yeah. in my bathroom. Like the, the girls have just overtaken everything, right? <laughs> the thing that grinds your feet down, the skin on your feet that gets plugged in. The hot rollers get like everything just gets plugged in, right? There's too many things. You need extension cords in <laughs> there. I know. You need your power bathroom. bar. Yeah, you I need know. a power bar. Yeah, really. I know. I know. I need it to look like the garage. Like it's like. Screwed. <laughs> My, my old man would have done that, man. If you told my dad you needed to plug more than two things into an outlet, you would walk back into that room. It could be the dining room, uh -huh. like where you're about to have Christmas dinner, and there would be a massive industrial size power block, power bar, yeah. screwed to the wall. <laughs> That's how you got to do it, right? <laughs> like with no, with no care for aesthetics yeah. or anything. Yeah, problem you solved. Hold, hold the way of all yeah. the plugs. All of it. <laughs> uh, this has been fun. This has been the Razamogi Show podcast. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. You'll see every week we'll post a picture that reads Ask Razamoka. This is where we get the questions from, and uh, we'll have the conversations, and we'll answer your questions, and, of course, have one of you join us to ask your question to the room. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.